Well, the last couple weeks, we tackled a few children's movies with Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and Indian in the Cupboard. And then coming up after this episode, we will be talking about some musicals with Singing Out the Summer. So with all of that, where's, where's the shows for the men? For the real men's men out there that want that hardcore action. Well, guess what, guys? We got just the show for you because me and T-Max both saw the stash gate causing film itself, Mission Impossible Fallout. We're going to be talking all about it here tonight on a very plutonium-filled edition of the Review Review. Ethan! (laughs) 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 It wasn't even from that movie. (laughs) No, but it's too good not to use at all times. (laughs) Welcome to the Review Review, a show where two small town dudes give you our big secret opinions. I'm Troy to the max extreme. I just broke my ankle. (laughs) And today we're going over... The highly lauded newest film in the franchise. Yeah. Mission Impossible Fallout. This is the French. I saw the French version. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> so we'll see how that stacked up. It does take place quite a bit in Paris. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Guys, I'm sorry. Start it over. Uh, so we'll be getting to that at the top of the hour. And if somebody gets back to me, maybe have a special guest. Ooh. Oh, my. (laughs) Oh, my. (laughs) Uh, It is George Takei. Good. (laughs) We're going to drag him out of the brambles (laughs) to get him on the show. He's currently at the brambles, (laughs) meeting up with some friends. Uh, but before we do that, let's get into some news, and let's start with some movie news, JT. Um, might as well, we're talking about movies? Yeah. Let's talk about movies. <laughs> talk about movies? We're talking about a movie, let's talk about the movies. Uh, starting with maybe Movie Pass? No. <laughs> <laughs> Still a sore subject for me, Troy. Had a bit of a rough one. I mean, you had to know it wasn't going to last. I know. But a part of me wanted it to. I know. <laughs> I mean, technically, are they out of business yet? I think I, they're still somewhat afloat. Yeah. Somehow. But, yeah, but they are a company that uh, <laughs> does not justify existing now. <laughs> right. Where it's like, oh, okay, well, you could pay a monthly subscription to see certain movies. <laughs> right. Uh, not Not the ones you want to see. <laughs> right. At surge prices. At, at, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we'll charge you a small fee on top of the fee you're paying monthly right. to see movies that we deem worthy to go see. Right. So if you want to see Despicable Me 3 at 10.30 p.m. <laughs> With a $2 surcharge. <laughs> we got the deal for you. You are in luck. <laughs> you so, are so lucky. So movie Pass had a bit of a rough weekend. Uh, with the oncoming... High popularity of Mission Impossible out there. Yeah. Um, they very strategically, I guess, 
went under? <laughs> Strategically went under? I mean, I guess for them not to lose a ton of money, yeah. uh, they're having, quote, technical difficulties at the point in time. <laughs> oh, dear. When really they just ran out of money and needed a $5 million loan in order to get through the weekend. And from what I heard is that every month they are obviously losing money. Yeah. But last month they lost $20 million. <laughs> <laughs> and they, for whatever reason, thought that $5 million was enough to get them through the weekend, which it was not. It, it was just enough so that the loan sharks wouldn't break their legs I, that day. I, yeah, right. Uh, their uh, price for a share of stock yeah. in MoviePass was $15 last week. Yeah. It is now at $0.50. Cents. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> so they obviously blacked out. Time to buy, Troy. <laughs> buy low, <laughs> sell high. That's Here right. we go. We're in on it, baby. <laughs> Put it Give all in. All the stock. Put it all in. <laughs> uh, they obviously blacked out Mission Impossible Six. Um, they have introduced surge pricing for yeah stuff that we've already brought up. Um, yeah, it uh. It's having a it's having a shit week, <laughs> to say the least. I I I don't. You just said to me that you canceled your subscription. Yeah, I canceled it because they sent in emails saying that. So uh, we're gonna do a thing now where uh, we're just gonna decide what movies are gonna be uh, worthy of Movie Pass. Right. And it's probably not gonna be the ones you want to see. Weren't they kind of already doing that? Because didn't they try to do that with, like, the Gotti movie? Well, they produced Gotti. That's oh, why they wanted God. people to go see it. Yeah. Okay. Like, th- like their whole business plan was that they are going to try and get... They were going to try and get studios to invest in them because they were going to share the information they were getting from MoviePass to the studios... Because they were going to show the studios what people are going to go see. But doesn't the box office do that already? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And I, from what I gathered is that their plan initially was to get a surge of people going back to the movies. Yeah. Because there was like a little dip in movie going, I think, last year and the year before. Yeah. Um, But ever since then, like, I think things have been going on the up and up because they're... Still, like, breaking box office numbers and stuff like that on movies, even, like, this year. Yeah. And then, uh, so their plan was to get a people surging to go, and with that, have some leverage on the theaters in order to have a take on what they bring in. Yeah. I think that was their end goal. Okay. But the theaters are like, fuck that. We only really make concessions and a little bit off the top of ticket prices after like the second week yeah so no <laughs> and just sweated them out and yeah. they won yeah and now amc's doing their yeah, own now thing. amc just stole their idea right and is like from what i read i guess that that's going like really well now that movie pass is like sinking right well i they originally had their like stubs program which yeah. i think was roughly the same price if not it was maybe like 10 bucks but now theirs is yeah. 20 yeah. You have all the perks of their Stubbs program, which is like discounted concessions. Yeah. Um something else, something else. It's like free free e-ticketing yeah. and um like you get like 
first preferred yeah you can like cut in line like there's yeah. like a preferred vip line or some shit right even in but in like our theater that we have it's like makes no difference i know the only thing you'll get is concession perks i know all i have to do it. is go to the fucking fandango kiosk <laughs> that no like everyone in small towns is scared of like they're <laughs> right. afraid that this, that it's gonna steal all their money <laughs> yeah. that's what i love about living in a small town like no one goes there will literally be a line out in the parking lot and no one will be at the fandango kiosk no so it's, you just walk right up and get your yeah. tickets and walk right in. i know and i've done that before where like i bought it and then i just t- gave give it to the ticket person Person and they rip it for me and then like a guy will start me like what why do you need to wait in line because <laughs> you're an idiot dude yeah because you're a dumbass <laughs> you're waiting in line just for a person to hand you something that a machine can give you right we've done that as a group because we're like oh shit we better buy our tickets beforehand yeah and i'm glad we did because there was a few times where lines were out the door and you me and chelsea and molly were like go see a movie yeah go right to the k- kiosk grab them cut through everybody yeah and get like Bitching seats. <laughs> I know. And everyone else is like bitching and moaning like, oh, what the? <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Anyway. Uh, but anyway, their perks are like, it's all their stub stuff and you get to see three movies a week. Yeah. Unlimited. Well, three movies a week for 20 bucks a month. Yeah. That's a pretty decent deal. Like, I'm not going to go see three movies a week. No. And I even, I don't know anybody who would be going every day to see a movie anyway. Exactly. Not that movies, not that many movies out that I'd want to see. Exactly. So, I mean, that's a pretty decent deal. Yeah. And now they're, but you can only see them at AMCs. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that keeps you in the theater, I guess. Yeah. Keeps you at AMCs. Yeah. At AMCs, right. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I'm still not going to do that because as a dad no. now, I have yeah. no time it's hard. to do that. It's hard. As a, as a non-dad, it's hard. Yeah. But even <laughs> though, like, if I did spend the 20 bucks, I would probably end up using that. Um, I see two movies a month. Yeah. Roughly. That yeah. would pay for itself. Yeah. That and, and then all the perks that get added on to it. Well, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it pay for itself because I usually go see them right after work, so I get sweet like matinee prices. Oh, I know. So I'm getting in for like five bucks. I know. <laughs> to go to see this, I had to take off work early because that's how <laughs> much of a loser I am. And yeah, I got that matinee, and I'm like, oh fuck yeah, because I needed to get popcorn because I was like, I was coming right from work to the theater, and I was starving. <laughs> so you just. In there, angry and just like you can hear your stomach gargling. Yeah, I'm like, like, yeah, I'm just like, I'm like mowing down, mowing this fucking popcorn down. Um, so freaking, uh, sorry, I, my contact just hit me up. Oh god. <laughs> um, does he have the plutonium? He does. <laughs> we have to find a surrogate. <laughs> um. Uh, so anyway, uh, speaking of concession prices there, yeah, like it was five dollars for me to get in, and yeah. then I got like a regular popcorn and a drink, and it was fifteen dollars. And I'm like, Jesus Christ! Yeah, like I always forget that concessions yeah. is so expensive at a theater. Yeah, I couldn't even imagine like wanting to get like a piece of pizza. I know. Meanwhile, the Phoenix one is pretty good. Yeah, because I think I don't think I've gotten anything but like a soda there yeah but i i went there and i got like a small popcorn and like a medium drink and then that plus the ticket i think it was still less than 15 bucks yeah freaking so like our amc's got like a bar in it now and 
like I can't imagine how expensive their bar shit is. I can't even eat if, if a, <laughs> a regular popcorn is seven dollars when it should be one dollar. How much is a Bud Light? Like twenty bucks? Forget it. And they've got like a There's sign. probably people listening to us from Chicago being like, oh, that sounds like a good idea. Good price. <laughs> but like, for real though, like they have a sign up at their cash register um, at the ticket booth. Like, try our bar. And then nobody's there. Probably because they don't want to spend 50 yeah. bucks yeah. to see a movie for one yeah. person. I know. They don't want to like second mortgage their child. I know. get a fucking daiquiri. Right? Well, I can't remember what movie Dinosaur Neil and his wife are going to go see. But they went to go there and they had a special cocktail for the movie. So each one got one and it was 30 bucks just for that. Fuck! <laughs> he was like, never again. I wanted God. to spit it out. And then, yeah. And then meanwhile, like we had the old theater that we had here that shut down. They would give you a, a bucket of five beers for 15 bucks. Yeah. We would get lit. During- <laughs> we really would. And I you remember- could go back and get more if I you know. wanted. I remember going to see Mad Max, and I I, don't, I think I forgot the whole ending. Because <laughs> I was just down in all that. I drank a whole bucket of beer. We, okay. We, we saw WrestleMania. When, oh, holy, holy shit. All of us were. We both, yeah, we up. both went through two buckets of beer. <laughs> we, we drank ten beers oh, yeah. watching WrestleMania. Right. I don't know if I could walk when we were. <laughs> Granted, <laughs> WrestleMania was like six, five or six hours long. So yeah. we stretched it out, but we had two buckets of beer, and I snuck some contraband in. Yes, and that's loaded right. it in our cokes that we bought after. That's right. We were lit <laughs> AF, <laughs> and nobody cared. Like oh my, my friend Jimmy probably had three buckets of beer to himself yeah. for WrestleMania, and they didn't stop him. They're just like, they know. They just kept giving more. <laughs> oh, that was the best. See Danger in the house. Oh. We drove. <laughs> oh my God. We walked it off. I don't know. No, you didn't walk. Yeah, we walked home. We drove it off. <laughs> God. <laughs> do, uh, listen, I do not condone drinking. Don't know. No. We were, we were different people back then. Oh, Oh, do you want You're one? here for beer? Uh, yeah. We got... Otherwise, I'm going to open that wine you bought. Well, I you, need a beer, You just need actually. to let me have a cup of it for tomorrow morning. Or I'll just have a cup of tea. Well, you have a Miller nice Lite, a PBR, have a snake nice ales, or tea. one of these porters. I'll just go dry. Or you can just... Oh, you still have some of those Blackhawks? Those are pretty good, actually. Yeah, I do. Um, anyway, we went on for a long time. But, yeah, we pass. talked about Movie Pass for 15 minutes. <laughs> but any, that's but, what you guys have been talking about this entire time. Pretty much. Pretty I much. pretty much watched an entire show in the time it took you to talk about Movie Pass. Well, it's a big subject. <laughs> it's it's a hot topic. It's hot. Are you sad? Oh, also, I I canceled yesterday. Oh, good, because they probably would still take your money. Yeah, they they will. They're Didn't still SoundCloud taking it. They're still that? taking it because my subscription doesn't come up until the end of August. Yeah, but you canceled. Oh, I canceled, so but it's like the subscription payment? holds out. Yeah, they're withholding one more payment. <laughs> you sucker. <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck you, man. <laughs> so, if anyone wants to read more about uh, technical stuff about MoviePass, I found Google a it. Forbes article that is scathing and hilarious. He so was like giggling while reading out. it. Also, the one thing I wanted to bring up as God we're still on the subject it. of concessions. I'm just watching you try to open this beer. <laughs> the it cap is on so tight. It's like a little so kid trying to open medicine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which way do I turn it, Mom? Um, 
So there is a preview for AMC concessions during AMC previews. This is what I was talking to you yesterday while I was oh, in the yeah. theater. And it always bothers me that they serve Coke in glass open cups. <laughs> it drives me this nuts. This is what happens when you go to movies alone. You turn into a weird, skeptical I weirdo. I brought this up to you. I'm like... Are you seeing this? They're giving that guy a glass cup with no lid. It's anarchy. There's no way that would ever happen, ever. What about the dipshit that throws his entire popcorn in the air when he's excited? (laughs) No kidding. What an asshole. You spent 20 bucks on that thing. (laughs) You know he went to a movie by himself. Yeah, yeah, he spent seven bucks on that giant (laughs) bag of popcorn to throw it in the air because something spooked him. Right? (laughs) He got too scared. Fuck that guy. Okay, also, I saw that a, <laughs> the lifetime bucket oh of popcorn God. is like 10 bucks. Yeah. So, like, for re- free refills all the but time? No, it, it's not free refills. It's uh, just cheaper. You, to fill it, you pay four ninety five or something. God damn it. I should just <laughs> buy the bucket. I just want to carry on a bucket yeah, of the, popcorn. Yeah, you have to keep time. the bucket in your car like yeah. a creep. It's probably stuck to stink. Yeah, you have rotting butter in there. <laughs> oh my god! Anyway, we need to really move on. You guys are really salty about. This I might have to cut some of my stand. news because we went way long. <laughs> um, oh my god! James Gunn uh, is very unlikely to be rehired, despite uh, the open letter signed by all the Guardians that came out this last week, mm-hmm. written by Zoe Saldana, I think it was. Um, yeah, I don't think they're going to hire him back. No. Regardless of all that stuff. No. Which Disney is kind won't. of a shame. Yeah. Yeah, but Disney, I mean. Yeah, I know. Disney's yeah. full of shit. Disney <laughs> is full of shit. They're hypocrites. But. Yeah. Um, it's just too bad. That sucks. Uh, that's it. All on that subject. I'm just going to blow through my news now. Episode 9 uh, is going to use old footage of Carrie Fisher. Heard that on the un- radio. Unused yeah. footage from The Force and Awakens. And they got permission from her daughter. Yeah. She's she like signed off on Good. it that she was comfortable with them using it. I yeah. didn't know that at first. Yeah. So I guess that makes it okay because I was gonna be like, Is that kosher? Yeah, no, they they talked to her daughter, Billy Lord. And yeah. she's she's cool with it and um, name drop. <laughs> Billy Lord. Yeah. She, she was in she was in it too. Yeah. I think she plays like one of like the officers or something yeah. in the background. Yeah. I think she was in I uh, think you the just last didn't one. know her name and that's why you're making I know, I had fun no of idea me for name, name dropping. Yeah, I didn't know. She was on the show Scream Queens. I like that. Never saw it. Duh, yeah, bruh. Move on. We need to really move on. You watch Scream Queens, Chelsea? No, but I'm relevant. What okay. Is this? What is happening? I'm just going to keep saying hashtag relevant. Hashtag relevant. Play Quit some Iranian texting. music. Texting. Who are you texting? Dave? David? No, we're, uh, we uh, got the Skype set up because uh, I got a splitter. I got a headphone splitter. So, so we, might have, uh, we might have a. May- well, I don't know. We're going to know yet. We might, we might have a special guest for the review itself. Tonight, yeah. maybe. Whoa! <laughs> Get, yeah. Look out! Mind blown. Uh, still speaking on Disney, Disney will probably bury those X Men movies that are but uh, were produced by Fox. Um, what the, wait? So wait, the Days of Future Past. So they own the they X-Men own Dark they officially Phoenix. own it then. So right now, I think they acquired all of the prop. Disney won. Yeah. With yeah. that seven. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know that, but I thought it was going to like. Trillion. I thought it wasn't yeah. going to like set in until like another year or so. It goes through next. Uh, I think next spring. It's a finally like official. All the paperwork will be like finally yeah. done. Yeah. But I think all those movies were pushed out until 
like well, I think summer. Dark Phoenix comes out before the summer, like right before the summer. I thought I saw a poster for it. Have you seen anything of it since? No, but I recently saw a poster because it's that Sansa chick from uh, yeah Game of Thrones. Yep, I see. But so both of these movies are. Why am I proving myself to you about these dark phoenixes? Listen, I'm just saying <laughs> these both of these phoenixes. movies are done and have been done. Yeah, and there hasn't been a trailer for any of them except for New Mutants, I think. Yeah, because you're being sold, bitch. Yeah, is this yeah, gonna obviously. is this gonna be the new uh, Roger Corman Fantastic Four? <laughs> Oh my god, I hope so. <laughs> like, sources say that Disney Ooh. wants... Oh my god. These they, dirt sheets. These are the dirt sheets. <laughs> underground word. You um, your dirty sheets to yourself. <laughs> that once Disney acquires it, they will, quote, bury those movies. Because they don't want to have that movie come out under the Disney banner. And then have and them suck. relaunch X-Men and be like something completely different. So they might end up putting in them or selling them off to maybe Netflix or maybe putting them on their streaming service, but they might not get a theatrical release. Ooh. That's a Sorry, rumor Sansa. going on right now. Yeah. Too bad. Sitting on the cutting room Even though floor. that New Mutants movie didn't impress me any time I saw it, like a trailer for it. <laughs> oh, so yeah, you got New know. Mutants. That don't impress me much. <laughs> <gasps> Shout out to Lolo. <laughs> um... Uh, last Man. bit of news I got because I'm gonna skip one more thing I got. God, he's like rapid okay. firing. Like, Topher Grace is about up to nothing, but he's in Black Klansman. Yeah, that's he plays coming out David soon. Duke in Black Klansman, and then he also apparently has been busy recutting the Hobbit trilogy into something more digestible, and he himself went through all of the Hobbit and recut it down to a two-hour movie, like. Like all three movies, all three movies cut down to one two-hour oh, movie. Oh shit! Um, and a dude needs more hobbies. Well, apparently he's got like a hobby, and it's like running this weird website that he kind of just does whatever he wants on it. And this is like kind of the stuff that he does. He's also done other like fan edits of stuff too. It's weird. I want to check out his website because it just yeah. sounds like he's just doing whatever he wants, which yeah, is great. Not? He's I've living always, on those 70s I've always heard of shows. like an elusive fan edit where someone took all three of the prequel, of the Star Wars prequels and made it to where it's actually like a pretty decent movie. Just one movie? Yeah. They like, it's like a two and a half hour long movie and they like edited all three of the movies into one two and a half hour long movie and it's supposed to be actually really good. Oh, dang. They're all kind of different. Yeah. So that'd be oh, kind of like a... dang. Do they got the pod pod racing scene there? Um, I would assume. It's one of the best parts. <laughs> How much uh, Jaja's in there? Oh, Jaja's? <laughs> you know what you I'm talking about. Know what the fuck she doesn't even see a star. You don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Oh, she doesn't see Jaja's. What are those? Jar Jar? Jar Jar or Jawas? Jar Jar, you asshole. I don't know. Misa don't know. God, I hate him so much. <laughs> My best friend um, dated a guy who was super into Jar Jar Binks. Wow, I bet he's doing well in life. I just yeah. saw him at the tractor pole recently. So I he didn't is talk doing to well. him. No, I don't think he placed. And Did he, have he poop in his pants? looks still stupid. <laughs> no, not, I didn't get close enough to get a whiff. You wanted to smell his pants? What a dad thing to say. Did he have poop in his pants? It's not like I had to sniff his butt like I do the little girl. Yeah. See if she got poop in you know, her pants. That's how you know you're a dedicated parent when your face is in a, a butter crotch. 
Butter, butter oh. crock. Yeah. Anyway, JT, you grossest got, fucking shit you, you're saying. You got some news going on over there? What? Yeah. Uh, Are you prepared? I got some big Andy Circus news. Two items of Andy oh, Circus news, my. Troy. Uh, did you hear about uh, Warner Brothers has sold off the Jungle Book? Mm. Mm-hmm. Andy Circus's Jungle Book to Netflix. I did hear that. So it will be debuting on Netflix. Wait. Is Andy Serkis the guy who like doesn't look like he ages and had that really offensive show? No, he's uh, what the fuck? Yeah. he's the ape from Planet of the Apes. He does all the mocap. He's yeah, Gollum. he's the mocap, oh, mocap guy. Okay, I'm on board. Well, he's getting was into directing, and he directed uh, Mowgli, which is the uh, Jungle oh, Book right, film right, that's right, coming right. out. I got it. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that recap. But uh, now it's coming out on Netflix, and it's getting pushed back. I think another year or so. Mm-hmm. So uh, I thought, it, yeah, I heard that too. But another thing, now that Netflix has Andy Circus in their grubby little hands, oh, God. Uh, Netflix apparently has bought the rights to adapt George Orwell's Animal Farm with Andy Circus oh. to direct that as well. All right, oh. just doing two animal Double movies animal. back to back. Animals on animals. Well, Animal Farm would be pretty interesting, especially like considering the current political climate i think it'd be an interesting i always i've never read animal farm me either it's interesting it's very out there but it's it's pretty much it takes the bureaucracy of a farm and makes it seem like a communist state oh boy oh yeah cool we're like pigs take over and uh they pigs take over promising uh all this stuff for all the animals and they just end up taking it all for themselves is mr tubness in it Mr. Tubness. <laughs> Are you know. trying to reference the Chronicles of Narnia but not doing a good job? <laughs> yes. I'm remember, glad I could I decipher remember, uh, that. I'm surprised because I thought, didn't like a literature class play like the movie version of it in one of I, our Yeah, we never classes? read it or watched it. It wasn't You might not have taken mine. Okay. Because I remember we, we read the book and then we watched like the, an, like, there's like an animated movie of Animal Farm that we watched. Mm. Mm. And I think in the book they killed the farmer, but in the in the cartoon, they just chase him off. <laughs> Kill him off screen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He the, left. The pigs ate him off screen. He went up. He was taken to a farm upstate. Right. Um, I know our friend Edge, not The Edge from U2, but yeah. Edge. It's yeah. his favorite book, I think. And he's really? read it like a bunch of It's a of good times. book. I like it. It's mm-hmm. definitely out there because you have to deal with like anthropomorphic animals. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, they're pretty much talking about very adult things, mm. <laughs> so. like government. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about boning. <laughs> no, I think that. But uh, you know, but no, I, I, I'd, I'd be really interested to see like a live action Animal Farm and see how it plays out, especially with like uh, all of like the Disney stuff. I want to see like some real adult shit come out of these like mocap. That'd be fun. Animal Hell yeah, films. yeah. Adult. I'd be into that. I'm more into that Animal animals. Farm idea than I am Mowgli. Yeah. But I, that Mowgli looks not too bad, though. Yeah, I don't need to see it again, though. Yeah, I know. Like, I but just this saw one's the supposed ju- to be based more off the book, I not so care. Disney-fied. Everybody like making 50 movies on the same story. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right. It's okay. too soon. Okay, I said it. Fair enough, Troy. R.I.P. <laughs> that idea. Fair enough. Uh, apparently, there is a prequel to a very famous children's movie in the works... A prequel to The Sandlot oh. is in the oh, works. All right. All right. You didn't like The Sandlot, Chelsea? I mean, I remember liking it, but I don't, not in the cult following way. Mm. Like, sometimes I think it gets too much credit. 
I haven't seen it. I need. I need to go back and watch it. Sportsy people like reference it like it's like the greatest movie of their childhood, and I just don't care. I really think it's one of those movies where like I haven't seen it. Granted, it takes place in like a specific time frame, but you've had. I think everyone when they were kids had like a Sandlot, like a place where you just gathered the ball, your friends and stuff. You know. The movie just, uh, Wendy Peppercorn, she's a dime, but otherwise... No, she was hot. You know what I just found out about that movie? That's where your Killing Me Smalls comes from. Duh. No shit. Oh, all right. Well, fuck the me fuck, then, right? Man. That's his new phrase. Fuck me, right? <laughs> F me. Little known F fact, me, right? fuck me, right, is, comes from the show. Yeah. Little known <laughs> fact, that also comes from the Sandlot. <laughs> yeah, fuck me, right, comes from the Sandlot. Uh, Troy. Got to break out that oh, bill bell. You got the bill bell around? Oh, get I the bill get... bell. <laughs> give me that bill. Give me that bill. Chelsea, give me the bill. <laughs> give me that bill. What Chelsea. <laughs> Come on down and give me that bill. Love shack. <laughs> what is going on? Incredibles 2, <laughs> Troy and Chelsea. Has officially raked in one billion dollars worldwide. Isn't it one of like only a few that have made it? Seventh animated film to have ever done it. Is Coco on that list? I don't know. I really love Coco. Sorry. Might be. Hold on, guys. I gotta go take a tea kettle off the (laughs) stove. It's probably melted. (laughs) Fair enough. So there you go, Troy. Incredibles 2. Solid. Incredibles 2 was a decent flick. Getting in that. Yeah, good. More movies, more good movies need to make a lot of money. Movie money. Finally got there. (laughs) Sorry, I'm still reeling from movie pass. (laughs) Let's talk about that for another 30 minutes. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Troy, I saw you tweet about this, and it's interesting. Kevin Smith. Yeah. Says that he's going, he is uh, going to be part of a massive IP. Mm-hmm. What do you think, uh, what do you think is going to be involved with Troy? Um, what, what's the rumor innuendo? The rumor is that he is going to be doing Guardians 3. Oh, shit. Yeah, but I like to dispute that because I think so that's... So everyone's going to be hanging out at a galactic video store <laughs> talking about how cool Star Wars is. Right, and doing butt stuff or whatever. <laughs> um... So I, uh, I think it's a little too soon for it to already be Guardians three, mm-hmm. um, but for him to say like it's a massive IP, like I really don't know, because he's he's kind of like a humble guy, and yeah. so a massive IP to him might not even be like a Marvel or DC movie. Yeah, like it could be something else. Um, so I really have no idea, but I would assume. I assume it might be a DC movie. That's yeah. where I'm leaning towards more. I think DC would probably be more likely to pick up Kevin Smith for a film than anyone else. Yeah. So, I, I don't know what it would be. Um, maybe a... F- is, wait, is he writing it or directing it? Uh, it just... What was the whole tweet? He's, it's the most massive IP I've ever been al- allowed to play with. I don't think he says what he's actually really doing. Hmm. But he's playing with it. Hmm. He's playing. Hmm. Don't know. I don't think they've got anything, any, like, buddy assigned to do the Flash still. 
Maybe. I could see. Him. I know you said you really liked those episodes that he directed. Yeah. Over. Um. So maybe he's doing the Flash movie. Maybe. 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 I'll put my money on the Flash movie. Yeah, out of anything, I would I would probably be more likely to watch a Kevin Smith Flash movie. Because the Flash is young enough and uh, kooky enough that a Kevin Smith touch mm-hmm. would not be feels completely out of place. And that is the only thing I could think of that's like coming down the slate that they would need somebody on. Yeah. Because they've been trying to get people on it for years at this point, and it keeps getting rewritten and directors leaving. So I'm going to put my money on the Flash. That is my educated guess. Yeah. For the Worlds of DC Warner Brothers franchise films. Yeah. End of story. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair uh, enough. Uh, last bit of news, Troy, and it's pretty uh, good news because uh, it involves our uh, someone we're talking about tonight, Henry Cavill. Oh, okay. Henry Cavill saying that he would love to play James Bond in the future. Oh, okay. Do you think Henry Cavill would be a good James Bond, Troy? I just listened to a podcast where I think they also talked about this news. Um, I think, yes, he would make a good James Bond, because everyone forgets that he is British. (laughs) 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 Um, But he would be like the beefiest James Bond. I know, he's he's really big. Um, Even... in Mission Impossible, they put, like, a suit on him, and it looked... He did look a little slimmer with, like, a slim-cut suit on My him. My God. But he's then he... Enormous, though. Rolled up his sleeves and cocked his arms, and I'm Jesus. like, nah, he's a beast. <laughs> there's, like... I think there's, like, scenes in Mission Impossible where, like, he eclipses Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh, of course he does. <laughs> I mean, we'll get... I need to well, remember this, but, like, yeah. I'm gonna write down Cavill eclipses. <laughs> Um, I only came back because I heard Cavill. Oh, boy. Uh, and I hopefully I can remember to talk about that. But anyway, yes, you're tr- th- that's, that is true. I would like to see... I, I think he'd be a fun I'd pick. like to see him maybe naked. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Ah! Um, I think Cavill would end up making a good James Bond. Eh. But... Oh, oh okay. really? See, Danger know, being the, the, the one who is the biggest Henry Cavill critic... <laughs> Oh, yeah, I would totally see him naked. But, um, <laughs> did I say that out loud she again? She just wants Sorry. that dong shot. Okay. Yeah, you're, like, the biggest Henry Cavill fan, but why do you think he wouldn't make a good James Bond? I don't know. I have a hard time picturing him as Bond. Yeah. Like, yeah, in a serious, serious, I don't know. But it, it would make Bond go back to, like, the dark-haired, svelte-looking. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah but he's so big, though. I That's watch the thing. It. Yeah. Like, I see James Bond is more like, if you're going to be a secret agent, I think you need to be smaller. Like, you could, like, fit yourself in, like, smaller places. A bit more indiscreet. Yeah. Yeah, but he could lose the muscle mass if he just, like, you know, doesn't. But isn't he also, like, really tall, though, too? Yeah, but, like, wasn't, like, Sean Connery pretty tall? Yeah, maybe. He Pierce Brosnan? I don't know. Pierce Brosnan's probably, like, 5'10. I don't know. I was just talking about him at work. Pierce? Where it was like, I don't ever Pierce in, is the shit, I will man. never get married again unless you're like super dead and Henry Cavill comes calling. Oh, I thought you were talking about Pierce Brosnan. Or anyone else in the top ten. <laughs> if I'm no. dead, you're going to marry Pierce Brosnan? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Get that sweet Mamma Mia 2 money. God Good only. lord. If only. Here we go again. <laughs> my, my. Please stop. <laughs> Somebody just asked me if I was like, super or they started talking to me as if i would be super into mamma mia 
and I had to be like, you what? And I then was just honest, and I'm like, there's no way. Like, I've seen it, and I don't like it. I don't like the Apparently, music. Mamma Mia 2 is getting better reviews than the original. Wow. Yeah, I've heard about Still that. Still don't want to see it. All right. It seems like Me neither, something... I'm, but I'm just saying it as a fact. I just... It's weird. Like, why... Does this face look like somebody yeah. who how would many, love how Mamma many Mia? How many ABBA songs are hey. out that, that it justifies <laughs> two... From what I understand, they this repeat some of the songs. Oh, for Christ's sake, what? <laughs> prequel, where it's like young Meryl Streep, where she like bangs uh, those three dudes and then, because that's the whole story, is her daughter's yeah, getting she married. Bangs, yeah. And she doesn't mm, know who the, dad, know who the dad, is. dad is. You seem to know a lot about Mamma Mia. Because it's a ridiculous story. Hmm. The music's awful. Mamma Mia. Eh. Dancing Abba. Queen, though. It's all uh, ABBA. Dancing Queen kicks ass. I'd rather hear it on the radio. I don't need to hear it in some sing-along You want to hear Pierce Brosnan sing? Coming no. from a person that loved Glee when it was out. <laughs> Why don't you just hear all the dirt really laundry. busting her chops. God. You don't like it when it turns against you, do you? Yeah. No, I'm fine Come with on. it. I did like Glee, guys, until Corey Monteith died. You want to open those old wounds? Oh, Jesus. Hey, listen, he did it to himself. Now I'm into Riverdale. <laughs> oh, my God. Here we go. Or take on Suicide by Troy. <laughs> it wasn't suicide. It was an overdose, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like heroin or something. Yeah, see, he did it to himself. He probably had issues, but Jesus, well, come on, get with it, man. Guys, heroin, he probably you guys got, should totally probably review Riverdale. Riverdale is the tits. I heard it's good, but I don't want to. You heard it's good. I heard it's good. I heard it's good. <laughs> Damn it! I seriously <laughs> did not want to watch that show, and I am, was obsessed with it. And I've gotten two other people to watch it, and they are binging through all of it because it's I don't know, it's binge worthy. Ah, perfect. Good. Um, well, care, well Troy, uh, I hate to bring the mood down. Oh, and uh, no. Chelsea, I have to ask you to hold back your laughter as we talk about another person's death. You know, <laughs> it, I'm, I'm, I'll apologize for the timing of that, but you guys really des- did deserve double birds. I don't even know what you were saying, but... Uh, we were, <laughs> were talking about a poor man's stroke that led to his death. Yeah, okay. As you're probably so, yeah, we, me off. You know. This is Neil's bits. It's all <laughs> you say. Yeah. I mean, last week was 45 horrible. minutes later. It was terrible, Chelsea. It was a very <laughs> stopped you many times, <laughs> you kept going. You know what? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you were just... The song's been... Tr- Neil's bits song has been playing this whole time. <laughs> yeah, 45 minutes later. And it's still going. I know. I'm sorry, Schnapp. I'm surprised you remember his. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. Well, uh, Troy, I, I don't know if you have any other deaths, but I got two wrestling related deaths that happened this past week. I know there oh, were no. three wrestling deaths. Really? That all happened on Monday. I didn't hear about the third. What? I heard about two. All well, Coach pause? Havens told me about them today, but because I didn't know who the third one was. But anyway, continue. Well, uh, the two that I know of uh, Nikolai Volkov mm-hmm. passed away. Is that his wrestling name? Yeah, I, don't, I can't. I don't really know oh, what, his, okay. what his real name is, but uh, yeah, he played a, uh, a a Russian Soviet back in the days. How did he die? Uh, I'm guessing old age. He was pretty old when it. Oh. And um, uh, another one, Brian Christopher, son. aka Grandmaster Sexay, son of Jerry Lawler, son of Jerry the King Lawler. Oh, I bet Jerry is passed that's away. That's sad. Mm-hmm. Did, mm, I'll just stop. <laughs> How did he pass away? I don't really know. Uh, but I read in it; it's the saddest thing ever. So yeah. he he was in jail for a DUI, and he tried to hang himself in jail, 
because he was in jail for a DUI? It could have been other things. Oh, he's man. had like a pretty. He's been. He had a rough go. He's had a shut, shitty life. <laughs> um. So a guard found him, about dead. Took him to the hospital, and then he ended up dying at the hospital. God. Like fucking real sad. Yeah. Oh my god. Um. Nikolai Volkov was seventy-one. I mean, for a a wrestler that grew up in his time, that's pretty up yeah, there. Yeah. He's above average. <laughs> wow. And the other one uh, was Brickhouse Brown. Oh, yeah, I think I heard about Brickhouse Brown. Um, and he was only 57. Jesus. Oh, how did he pass away? I don't know, but here's, yeah, wait, here he is. Yeah, what you guys needed... Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. John Tenta? I guess so. I don't know. He was the one I didn't know. What, Earthquake? I, I don't know, it looks man. looks like Earthquake. Like no one knows Maybe this isn't saying. him. Let me I, don't... I don't think that's... That looks like John Tenta. John Tenta? Should I look? Don't say the wrong guy. He's look dead up. Look up awesome. if Brickhouse Brown is. Oh, earthquake. maybe. <laughs> I don't think that's him. I think that's the guy. On yeah, the... that's not. That is that's definitely. Not, yeah. Why would they show that in the headline? Maybe they just assumed that that guy what would die. What the fuck? Why are you showing me a picture of Earthquake when you say Brickhouse? Because I, I was, I was like, pretty sure Brickhouse so Brown I, is a black dude. I don't know. Listen, this is Google's fault on this. More exclusively. Uh, WrestlingDeaths.com is fault. <laughs> That's God what the picture's it. from. Um, anyway, yeah, all three of those happened Monday, yeah. which is very yeah. terribly ironic. But uh, all of them did have great contributions to the wrestling community. Yeah. Cool. Even Brickhouse Brown. Uh, uh, I know my, my biggest memories of both were uh, Nikolai Volkov singing Hava Nagila. Oh, Coach Anna. Havens was singing that to me today at lunch. <laughs> I just remember... You live an exotic life. There, I remember I uh, Coach Havens having a DVD of a really shitty independent show where Nikolai Volkov sang Hava Nagila <sighs> to a bunch of uh, Jewish people at like a very Jewish wrestling independent show. Because it ended with Iron Sheik versus the Mighty Maccabee, and the Mighty Maccabee is terrible. <laughs> Oh man, wrestling that's, stuff. Yeah, so that's my big memory of Nikolai Volkov, and yeah, I just remember Brian Christopher's Grandmaster Sexay is mm-hmm. too and too cool. Mm-hmm. That was some good shit. Those two and Rikishi. Oh my god, they were hot. Yeah. They were badass. They were hot, babe. They were hot. Give them that sweet ass hip hop drop off the top. That's right. That leg drop. Oh my god, you kidding? Hip hop drop. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Chelsea's dead. Now you're I'm, laughing. I'm just going to try and make you feel bad for every death. I'm not doing anything bad. Great. Um, well, that means it's done. It's done. That means it's time for the birds. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. I'm going to go do more work for my job and drink tea. So okay. you guys. Earn that money. We're going to be talking about yeah. Gotta the, be the, the brand shitty Venom bitch. trailer. Yeah. Ew. Do you watch the Venom trailer? No. I have a life. Get real. Oh, well, you you have the look on your face like you did. No, I've only it. saw that first teaser. No, no like, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, if you did I'm see saying it, if you did see it, it you would have the same look on your face. Oh, good. So let's talk about the uh, Venom trailer. Spoiler alert! It fucking sucks. Fucking <laughs> everything new I see about this Venom movie looks like dog shit. Tom Hardy in this movie talks like he had a stroke yesterday. <laughs> I I'm a, I'm a reporter. I can't stand his goddamn voice. I I'm looking 
I'm looking at for for stuff. <laughs> wow. You uh, just go in there. I'm not going. And I'm going to go watch that YouTubes. new. Um, My Nick name's and Amy Eddie Kohler Brock. Oh, I'm a reporter. <laughs> Did you hear what I'm going to go watch? What in your face? That new Nick Offerman and Amy Poehler show. Oh yeah, that's right. That Making that's it. one. Yeah. That's like that that show where like people build shit, right? Yeah, it's supposed <laughs> to be actually really awesome. All right, well. So in your faces. <laughs> that's what C Danger's been watching. <laughs> And the double birds are and happening. In some butts. <laughs> Christ. Mm. How's your funny yes. bone? Yes. Good lord. Yes. I actually... S- no. That's a sore subject. <laughs> oh, no. I'm not telling that story and neither are you, but I hurt Fine. my funny bone. Okay. And it's bruised. All right. And Leave the room so Trey can tell the story. fucking dare. Okay. Get ten paces away from me. Don't. Yep. <laughs> she did it in a bathroom. She did it in the back. Oh God! Ow! What that a hard hit! Audible. That had to be audible. That was audible.com. I asked you to keep it down. <laughs> All right, go and drink your coffee or whatever you want. <laughs> I don't know. Now I can't even talk right. Coffee or something? What? <laughs> coffee or liberty? I don't know what. I'm trying to think of that Cheryl Crow song. Get out of here. We're Just, trying to talk about the Venom. We're trying to watch. You're making the, the show one venom. real long, is what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because, yeah, you guys have a real time limit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Real Look good out. dig. Look, Look out. out. Three let's, hours let's, later. Let's yeah. say things we don't mean Hot here. take from Sea hey, Danger over here. You earned that with that toilet remark. <laughs> <laughs> I said bathroom, not toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows what's in a bathroom, you idiot. <laughs> Toilets. Anyway. Take my sore funny bone out. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> my broken pride. Get out of here so we can talk about Venom, would you? <laughs> See danger, everybody. Have a good... Oh, double birds behind the back. She <laughs> fucked up her funny bone in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah, the Venom trailer. I can't stand it. It's everything about... I, I listened to like, a review today where they were like defending it, and I'm like... Are you people stupid? I, it is the worst shit. Everything about it, even like all of like Venom, Venom's quotation mark dialogue, <laughs> uh-huh. sounds like out of a fucking Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, it really does. And I know it's from like the funny books or whatever, but still, like Spider-Man Three probably did them better. Yeah. At this point, and a lot of it looks like right out of Spider-Man Three, where uh, like the shot of him. Where he is just kind of standing there and, like, the head of Venom comes out and kind of talks to him to the side. Yeah. I'm like, that looks pretty cartoony, like, Raimi, Spider-Man 3 style. Yeah. Like, if they're trying to distance themselves a little bit, like, they didn't really do a good job. The only thing that I really like so far of it is when he stands up and he closes the mouth over Tom Hardy's face. That's, yeah. like, the best shot there of the There was, movie. like, some cool body dysmorphia stuff where, like, it, look, it, he, like turns his leg in certain ways where it looks like it's broken when he's like taking over him and stuff yeah that's the only thing i really like about it yeah (laughs) everything else is stupid all of venom's dialogue is stupid tom hardy sounds like a freaking uh dude with a mental disability from new jersey yeah (laughs) like it's so bad Like, the most I've ever said that I would even be into this movie is, like, I feel apprehensive about it. (laughs) I'm, and that's, I'm still, no, you know what? I'm below that at this point. Yeah, I'm like, I am not, dicks. I am not looking forward to seeing it, but I want to see it so I can talk shit about it. It's going to blow a bag of dicks. And the fact that they're doing, like, 
three different venoms in this movie like the main yeah. bad guy main, is another I, venom i think it's like a venom thing named riot okay so that is one that actually exists yeah. but he doesn't look any different like he's just slightly less black yeah what and like did they have to show in the trailer that that guy eventually becomes a venom <laughs> yeah i don't know like what are you doing sony <laughs> What are you doing? You gave away... Like, they still haven't shown what Woody Harrelson is in the movie yet. Yeah, I've I heard that Woody Harrelson shows up in the last three minutes to tease Venom 2. As Carnage? Yeah. Yeah, I heard that same thing. If that, if I even get to the last three minutes. God. Look out for, for the show. Oh my God. Oh. What a dog shit trailer it is. We're gonna f- it made me not want to see it at all. I'm going to be fucking pissed watching this. Because I'm probably going to... Going like might have to leave work early for this piece of shit. <laughs> I don't. I don't even like the way Venom looks. Yeah, because he's just like a black slick. He looks like a big veiny black piece of shit, and it's like he doesn't have any texture to him. Yeah, they tried to add more to it by just having him have like look like snot filled veins. Yeah, like I don't know. Like I'm not. I know that's probably what he looks like as an adaptation of the comic. I just didn't figure he'd look like such an oil slick. You know also, I, mean? I didn't know that his three favorite things to eat off of a person were their eyes, nose, and pancreas. <laughs> See, half the shit, I can't even understand what he's saying. <laughs> I didn't even get that he said pancreas. Yeah. Or his favorite analogy is, I'm going to leave you like a turd in the wind. <laughs> if I'm, I'm, if you that say classic turd... venom line. Yeah. I've never heard the word turd in a fucking, <laughs> like, blockbuster film. Turd. Yeah. The last time I heard turd was Turd Ferguson from that Jeopardy skit. Yeah. Like, who, I'm, who, who has tried to intimidate someone by using the word turd? <laughs> that wasn't 13 years old. Oh. I want to see a bar fight where the guy's like, I'm going to beat the turd out of you. I want to get you, you turd. <laughs> <laughs> Listen here, motherfucker. I'm going to beat your turd. <laughs> I'm going to punch you so hard, turds will fall out. You stop with my wife, you turd. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Good the shit. fuck, Sony? You got another stinker on your Who hands. Who uses gonna stink the... like a turd? <laughs> like a turd in the wind. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Um, moving on. I actually saw. I'm gonna bring this up again. I actually saw the Aquaman trailer again when okay. I went to see here, and it didn't look as bad on the big screen as it did like on my TV. Okay. So. It didn't really help more story-wise, but visually, I think it looked better. And I don't know if maybe I fell into it, like I know that's the way it's going to look. Yeah. Or maybe the visuals look just better blown up. Yeah. But I was like, okay, that didn't look as bad as I thought. So, there you have it. Wait till we have, like, I guess another trailer and I'll make my final call. There you go. But I saw that again. There you go. You got anything? I got one more, but what do you got? Uh, go for it. Um, the other trailer I got is another one I saw before Mission Impossible called Operation Finale. Okay. 
Do you know anything about this? No, I haven't heard any about it. Um, ben Kingsley plays... Now I don't remember what Nazi officer he plays, but it's one of the guys who came up with the final solution. Oh, Jesus. And he went into hiding after the war in Argentina. Yeah. And, like, um, people are hunting him down to try to find him. Oh, fuck. And, like, Oscar Isaac is in it. Uh, Nick Kroll is in it in, like, a oh, serious shit. role. shit. And it looks really good. I know Nick Kroll's been trying to do more serious stuff. I think he plays, like, a... I think he plays like the lawyer of the couple in the movie Love. Oh yeah, yeah. Or the oh, series Love, not the series Love. Uh, the one where it's uh Ruth Nega and uh, Joel Edgerton. Um, I can't remember what the name. I was can't called. remember. Loving. It's okay. called Loving. Okay. Yeah, but he plays like their lawyer in that, and it's like a serious role, and he's not bad. Okay. Um, I can't tell if um. Like, Nick Kroll and Oscar Isaac are supposed to play, like, um, like Jewish people, like, out to get him. But oh. it's, like, based on, like, a true story. Yeah. Like, they have good intel of, like, kind of where he is, and, like, they're trying to pinpoint him down. And it looks like it's going to be, like, really high tension. And oh, sweet. Look, I'm, I'm into it. It gave me the vibe of, like, that one scene in X-Men First Class where Magneto kills those guys <laughs> in the bar. Oh, yeah. Like, that that's badass. a kind of, like kind of vibe I got from this whole Nick Kroll just summons a dagger. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, it I it wouldn't necessarily be a movie that I would be like, yeah, I'm gonna go see that, but it looks really good. Yeah. So right on. Hopefully it is. Well grab me another beer Troy and then I'll get us started with the Terminal Random Movies three Whatever. I'll take what you give me. Uh, Alright, I guess. Okay. <laughs> That's right, the Terminal or Random Movies 3, we had Goodwill Hunting versus Falling Down, Troy, to see you won. Uh, uh, no, I didn't, actually. Uh, well, Troy, you'll be happy, because you brought it up last week. Falling Down took it. Yes. Goodwill Hunting is out of the game. Yeah. Yeah. So, we'll see if that advances after its next matchup, but tonight, for this week, our matchup will be Casper... Versus basketball. Oh, okay. And of course, we got the trivia for you, Troy. All right. Uh, do we have that guest? Do you want to try and bring him on so he can try and do the trivia? Uh, we may have to pause and come back. Okay. Uh, well, here we go. We'll try. We'll pause and we'll see if we can bring on our special guest to include in the Term Rand Movies trivia in just a few seconds, which will probably be right now. We're back, everybody, and we got our special guest going into our review. We got the man himself. We stole him from another podcast, Troy. <laughs> Dinosaur Neil. <laughs> hey, hey, Dinosaur Neil, holla at you, boys. <laughs> That's right. We're back here via Skype because I got a splitter for our headphones. <laughs> Moving on up. That's right. Neil, we're in just about to get to the trivia for the Tournament of Random Movies 2 or 3. Number 3 Very at good. this point. True. So uh, far number 3. So far we have Aladdin and Falling Down have gone through in the tournament. Have you caught up with the tournament at all, Neil? I have been following ever so closely. <laughs> I'm invested. I'm sure you have. <laughs> but anyways, we have the... <laughs> Don't dismiss me. <laughs> yeah, whatever, dude. So we got... Uh... 
Our, our trivia for tonight is Casper versus Basketball. <laughs> okay, good luck making these so much different that we can't tell between the two oh, movies. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I did my goddamnedest to do. <laughs> I made it okay. possible to de- decipher trivia questions for The Shape of Water versus Aladdin that Troy missed one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, true, very true. So we're this is happening. All right. So as you all know, I have three facts. I have six facts. Or no, eight facts. Never mind. <laughs> Get it's your getting, facts straight. It's getting, it's getting bigger as it goes along, everybody. <laughs> uh, we have at least three from Casper, at least three from Basketball, and two that could be from either or that are mixed in throughout. And your job is to figure out which fact is from which movie. Neil, are you ready? I am ready. Sweet shit. I know Troy's ready because he's just staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> uh topic or question fact. number one there is a cameo from a character from a very popular franchise is it casper or basketball am i going first go for it you're the guest go you're ahead. the guest i'm gonna go oh i'm i'm pretty positive it's casper Okay. I'm also going to say Casper because I think it's Dan Aykroyd. It's Dan Aykroyd from Ghostbusters <laughs> makes a cameo in Casper where he says, who are you going to call? Somebody else. Somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got to interject real quick here. Yes. My favorite part is along that exact same scene when that guy comes out and he's like, yo, it's a piece of cake, piece of crumb cake. <laughs> That's my favorite guy in that whole movie. And then he comes Macari- back out and his head's turned all the way around. No context yeah, needed. Head- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know the piece of crumb cake? Everyone's laughing. <laughs> Fact number two. Features a cameo from Rodney Dangerfield. Hmm. I'm going to go with Casper again. Um, I'm gonna go with basketball. Uh, Neil's got one on you. It's Casper. Damn it! There's a spot where uh the ghosts take their original forms, and Fatso's is Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I don't remember that. I don't remember when the three ghosts change. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember what it was, but it's like this thing where like they take human form for a little bit and it's like they're all three of them are like really like famous cameos hmm. i don't remember that anyway cool i don't know maybe uh, we'll see maybe we'll see <laughs> vote for it everybody <laughs> uh fact number three the main actor or actress of the film agreed to it expecting another project to get canceled it didn't and the actor slash actress was forced to work on both projects at the same time not lo- not allowing for much sleep Hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna go out I... on a limb and say Casper again. Okay. Neil, what do you oh. have to say? I'm gonna play the. I'm gonna switch it. I'm gonna say basketball this time. Uh, Troy Neil is kicking your ass because it's basketball. Damn it! Both Matt Stone and Trey Parker expected South Park to get canceled not oh, too long shit. after they after they wow. agreed to. <laughs> be on basketball and it didn't get canceled as we all know <laughs> so they had to both write and animate south park while also filming basketball <laughs> holy shit. Holy at the shit. same holy time holy cow yeah 
So I'm surprised we're still alive. I thought it would have been <laughs> Christina Ricci because she was kind of hot back here. I don't know. Well, she was still a ch- was she still like a kid. Yeah, but she was doing. She was like an Adams family and all that stuff too. There's like child labor laws for that shit. Okay, take it easy. She didn't have a twin. <laughs> it's not an Olsen twin, <laughs> Troy. All right, next. I'm gonna question. fucking fight you about this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, number four, an internet slang word was invented in this film. Wow. I'm going to have to go with basketball. Yeah, I'm also going to say basketball. Just based off, just based off a time frame alone. (laughs) Yeah, well, you guys are right. The word derp was invented. (laughs) Oh, really? In basketball. (laughs) Derp. (laughs) Derp de derp. (laughs) Mr. Derp. <laughs> uh, number five. There was a musical number that was cut out from of this movie. Uh, oh. I don't. I'm going Casper. I'm gonna say basketball. It was Casper. Neil's beating the shit out God, of you, Troy. God damn it. <laughs> Yeah, there's like yes. some weird, I think it's like a weird possession scene or something where it involves a musical thing or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> number six features a, a specific word 98 times. <laughs> I'm going to say basketball. <laughs> I'm going to say Casper. <laughs> well, Neil, you fucked up because it was basketball. <laughs> the word the word dude is used 98 times in basketball. <laughs> uh, number seven. Chris Farley was supposed to play a role in this film. Uh, I'll say Casper. I'm going with Casper. It was actually basketball. Oh, he was actually supposed what? to play the role of Trey Parker and Matt Stone in basketball but he died so then they split it into two roles and gave it to both of them really yeah whoa oh they have a lot of dialogue between each other don't they (laughs) i'm guessing there were some rewrites after chris farley died (laughs) they just didn't take it verbatim and split the line he's just yeah he plays a schizophrenic (laughs) who invents a game Uh, the last fact, uh, features a place that was featured in a Backstreet Boys video. Hmm. Casper. I'll say basketball. No, it's Casper, Troy. God. <laughs> the mansion they stay in is it. the one from Everybody Rock Your Body. I don't know any of those videos. I don't know. <laughs> the one where they're all dressed as monsters and shit? No. Nope. Yeah. I, don't I actually I've just watched one. it like three weeks ago. <laughs> See, Neil know. knows. Christ. Up <laughs> your ass, Troy. I did terrible on that one again. Yeah. I got three out of eight. See? You're a big dummy, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> You're a big dumb piece of shit. I knew it. I knew it. And you guys said it just really driving it home. So I'm sad oh, now. You're already home, so we're just driving even further. <laughs> driving me to go to bed. <laughs> Isn't that the theme of the show? <laughs> Guys, it's late. I'm going to bed. <laughs> so there you go. Casper versus Basketball for the Terminal Random Movies. Be sure to get in your votes in mm-hmm. to see who advances to the 
semi semifinals because yes. we're in the we're in the quarters. I love a quarter finals <laughs> right now. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't even know if anybody else gets that joke but us, but I love it. They had to have about, some of those dudes somewhere about the Cinema Center Eight Fortune Teller Man. <laughs> I I remember from Happy Joe's. I don't know where you guys are. Oh, okay, from. okay. That's, that's where I, I they had them both because I think they it was the same like fortune teller guy just pointing to give a... me a quarter i love quarters <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god give me a quarter i'll read your palm <laughs> <laughs> yeah how are you gonna read my palm from a quarter <laughs> that literally <laughs> was in the entrance to happy joe's made no goddamn sense <laughs> yeah no better way to start your day at happy joe's than some animatronic thing telling you you're gonna die soon <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that'll bring us into the main event of the evening with Mission Impossible Fallout. (sighs) (laughs) Dropping in our laps July 27th, 2018, with a budget of $178 million domestically, has made $77.5 million. What a failure! (laughs) And worldwide has made $193.6 million as of the 30. First. It's doing pretty good. <laughs> of July. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has it at a 97%. IMDb has it at an 8.4 out of 10. And A Potpourri of Vestiges has it at 7 out of 10. Did an alien race review this? <laughs> I... <laughs> I'm, I don't even, that doesn't even sound like people who even watch movies. <laughs> yeah. They're the people that, who say, I don't have a TV. This is just a, yeah, this is like a group of old people that just go to movies during the, <laughs> during the, during the week. Right. The people that just go out and see everything because they got nothing else to do. Well, Edna, I won cribbage, so I guess you're paying for Mission Impossible this week. <laughs> we just spent five hours at McDonald's breakfast getting our senior coffees refilled. <laughs> <laughs> Might as my well refill see. cup yeah yeah might as well have a nice bowel movement and go see mission impossible <laughs> six this coupon says it's good for tomorrow too <laughs> uh this movie ranks number one in mission impossible opening weekends across oh all of the mission impossible movies um it needs to beat uh 215.4 million dollars domestically to beat mission impossible 2 which is the the best one the (laughs) highest grossing domestic one is mission impossible 2 and it needs to be 694.7 dollars worldwide to beat mission impossible 4 jeez that one made the most money number four did four i think four i think is like considered the most critically acclaimed besides this one yeah um, Mission Impossible 3 is the lowest grossing one, even though it's probably one of my favorite ones. Yeah, because it, well, it came off the heels of 2. Yeah, and then everyone got tricked by spending their money on 2, and then they're like, yeah. fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> usually, yeah, usually, like, in terms of sequels, the, the, uh, the gross is basically based off of the previous movie. So that means 3 was really good, and 2 sucked dick. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it was, uh, yeah, and, uh, three was J.J. Abrams too, right? Yeah, that was the one with, uh, that PSH. Was, what, that was Brad. Yeah. 
Three was J.J. Abrams. Four was was Brad Bird. Bird. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, because J.J. Abrams was was cutting his teeth still back then. He was doing, like, Lost still, right? Yeah. 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 Because I think I read something where, like, J.J. Abrams uh, credits Tom Cruise for his film career because Tom Cruise just loved J.J. Abrams so much he had him do Mission Impossible 3. Jeez, James and Cruise. Cruise, man. That's Scientology. (laughs) He's crazy, man. Uh, If you haven't ever seen it yet, Cruise has got a tooth in the middle of his face, which makes it very hard. Uneasy. (laughs) It makes me very unhard. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. No, like, seriously, I might post this to our Twitter page because it is unnerving. He has a tooth in the middle of his face? Look at this. Whoa. <laughs> like, it's just, if you obviously this is a visual gag, but it's a close-up picture of his face with a line down the exact middle, and there's a tooth in the middle of his face. Oh God. I will post this on our Twitter so everyone can see it. it so, is, that, it's, so that's the truth. He is the human incarnation of uh, Vishnu, the Scientology. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> alien that comes from the volcano. That's right. And that's Is it Vishnu? I can't remember. Zenu. Zenu. That's yeah, right. Zenu. Right. Yeah, Zenu the uh Scientology alien. He's the human incarnation of him. Scientology was real, guys. <laughs> I want to go to Hollywood and give them a billion dollars of my own money it. so I can see if I'm centered. <laughs> yeah. Uh or I'm clear. That's what it is. That's right. I got to become you clear. Got to become clear and then get that tooth in the middle yes. of your face. <laughs> Um, so JT, what happened in Mission Impossible Fallout? I think Neil should tell us what happened in Mission Impossible Fallout. You got it, guys. Let's see. (laughs) Uh, Mission Impossible Fallout comes off the heels of Rogue Nation, where Tom Cruise's team of IMF agents aren't quite as rogue as they used to be. They're kind of in the loop again, and now they're tracking down a threat involving nuclear bombs, given the name Fallout, and there may be some treachery, who knows, debauchery, most likely. Stay tuned to find out what's happening, but that's the overall plot. Very well done. Fair enough. Better than I've ever done at one of them. <laughs> Better than you've done, for sure. I don't know, there's a kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I appreciated your Indian in the cupboard one last <laughs> one, where you're just like, yeah, there's a kid, he puts stuff in here, he gets happy, he gets sad, he's happy again. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's the plot of it. <laughs> Well, I wasn't wrong. <laughs> Bastards. Yeah, it's the equivalent of saying, well, it was a movie. <laughs> well, things happened. That's it. <laughs> so, uh, this movie is getting high acclaim from everyone out there. Rotten Tomatoes especially with that 97%. You kidding? Jesus, my God. Out there. Um, so, this movie is nothing really to shake a stick at. Uh, it is joined by all your favorite Mission Impossible people, yep. especially from, we got, I mean, Ving Rhames coming back from Mission Impossible yeah. 1 still. Ving Rhames looking that, real bloated in this. He's looking oh, very God. large. He's got that sassy hat, though. Oh, that my sassy God. Hat. You know he's that hat is a character hat. in and of itself. <laughs> Get that backstory on that hat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
We're, we need a pre we need a prequel series like Star Wars where Bing Rames gets the hat. Right. Right. <laughs> he, uh, we also have Simon Pegg coming back with a reoccurring role. He's yes. back in more of the modern flicks. I think he's was first one was four. Yeah. Simon Pegg is the most yes. successful background character actor ever. <laughs> oh yeah. So much so yeah. that he can just start oh, writing Star Trek movies anytime he wants. Oh shit. <laughs> Uh, so there's that, uh, Michelle Monaghan, uh, reprises her role from... Whoa, Mich- spoiler! Well, no, it's not spoiler, really. She's credited in it. I guess. It's not like it was a big, like, surprise. It was a little bit of a surprise. Well, anyway, if it was, I ruined it. She didn't and- show up in, like, a weird flashback out of nowhere at one point where you're like, what? <laughs> she is in the very yeah. opening scene. Oh, I didn't see the first. I didn't like to see the very opening. Oh, I got there like maybe like two oh. or three minutes late. Oh, like they were like just making oh, yeah. the deal for the for like the plutonium when I got oh, there. There's like a dream sequence like right at the very beginning. Okay, where you're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and Michelle Monaghan and Tom Cruise are getting married, and the bad guy of the whole thing is their priest. Oh and shit! And they're like, what the fuck is happening? Here? <laughs> And then it, Tom Cruise wakes up in, like, a hot sweat. And then he's like, Ugh! And you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, don't play, you're play it again. Let me oh, get it. shit. I gotta get it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> no. Oh, fuck. I might screw it up. <laughs> so that's what... That's happening. I would I would love this movie if it opens with Tom Cruise doing the mummy plane crash scream. <laughs> um, so anyway, that happens. And then uh, um, Alec Baldwin coming back in this. Yeah. I never knew he was in this because I missed the last one. Yeah, he came in on the last one. He's like the Secretary of Defense or some shit. Like, the, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like head of IMF. I barely remember the 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 last one, and there was like some things they brought up in here where I'm like, "Oh shit, that happened." <laughs> yeah, I I mean, me not even seeing it, I was I felt like they really pulled you in. I'm like, if you missed the last one, like this is kind of what happened. Yeah, it does a really good job of kind of like holding your hand if you didn't see the last one. Even like if you didn't even see three on, like it kind of like yeah. holds your hand. The only thing they really don't bring up is like the fourth one, I think, unless. Simon Pegg, you missed Simon Pegg coming in. I don't know. Uh, uh, otherwise, like Henry Cavill joins the cast. Yep. Um, mustache Gate, Henry yeah. Cavill yep. over here. Oh boy. Um, and the, then the chick that plays Princess Margaret from uh, The Crown <laughs> plays some chick called the White Widow. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, and the bad guy that you saw from the very opening scene, I guess, is the bad guy from the last one, too? Yeah, I didn't remember yep. him, but yeah, he's, I guess he's the bad guy from the last one. Neil, did you go back and rewatch number five before you saw six? No, but I've seen five a few times because uh, we we like it so much. Really? Um, yeah, I liked five quite a bit. I think four is still top of the line for me but uh i've seen five like two or three times so like that guy i knew instantly from like his his wispy voice up to like oh, his yeah. just ungrizzly appearance <laughs> <laughs> um i 
I, I might bring this up later, just like say what your favorite one is. Um, I'm gonna write it down right now. Fave film. There we go. Like I won't forget what that. Good means. call, Troy. Thanks. Um, I uh, but this one might. This one's a contender. I yeah. would say. Okay. I, I I really. I'm not to spoil my review or anything like that. Or Look my out, man. Grade, but like, Look out, I had, man. I had a good time at this flick. I agree. This one uh, put a brick on the gas pedal all the way through the whole movie. It was yeah. it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, good way to put that. Like the action is really good in this, and for like huge chunks of it, it's like just action scenes, and I was never bored. Yeah, I, I would say like a, a pretty major chunk of the whole thing is action. But even when they slow it down and like develop the story, even though in some in most aspects it's kind of like a cookie cutter, like they still throw in things where it's like, oh shit, that's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, what I love about like this universe essentially is that like it's it's crazy enough to be like, okay, that is ridiculous, but yeah. still grounds itself to like, to the point where you're like, you don't know whether or not they could succeed or not of all of these quote unquote impossible missions that they go on, which they yeah. always seem to be successful yeah. at. But After about six like, times, it's pretty fucking possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But all I would say like the last 15 minutes of this movie had me going like, all right, like, Ugh. when, this is, something's gotta give. Like, what yeah. is happening? Like, this is crazy, man. Oh, like, Come on. Especially at the end. They stack the deck so much against oh, yeah. the team where you're like, I don't even know how you're gonna do, even Tom Cruise is like, I don't know how I'm gonna fuck him to do this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In my theater, the last 15 minutes got audible laughter because the deck just keeps getting higher it's, and higher yeah. stacked against them until the point where, like, they're like the huge climax of the scene and more keeps piling on. My theater was literally like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> they were like they're still going yeah. and it's still getting higher tension. And I was like looking around like this is yeah. fucking great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is like, this is like the earth equivalent of the big bang. So many things yeah. have to happen at a certain time for this yeah. to actually come out where, of a fifth of the world's population doesn't die. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I wanted to bring up Henry Cavill a little bit in this because uh, his like point of contention between Justice League and this movie, yeah, um, was like a huge deal when Justice League yeah. was going into reshoots oh, or yeah. whatever. Oh, my, my my first question, guys, for you and Neil both, the mustache worth it? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. One hundred percent. Yes. One hundred ten percent. Mission Impossible made the right move. Yeah, and he looks and good gl- in a stash. So good yeah, in a stash. And I'm glad that they like. I'm glad they won the battle in that to have instead of having them like, oh well, DC will CG on a mustache, and they're like, no, he's keeping it. You're CGing it out. Yeah. Like, I'm glad they won that battle because this made this movie a far better thing and makes us just laugh harder at Justice League. <laughs> right, so. yeah. Right. It works out. And I feel like if, if Henry Cavill had a baby face in this, like, he would not be the same character as he is. Oh, no. No. No, not at all. I really liked Henry Cavill in this. Yeah, I did so too. Did I. <laughs> like, he was, he was a really cool, uh, like, uh, alternative to what tom cruise is where like he's Uh the exact opposite of what ethan hunt is in this right in in a sense and that that almost kind of like what kind of drives him 
to do what he does throughout the whole movie. Yeah, well, they even almost put a... Like, they almost say that directly in the movie, where they say, like, Ethan Hunt is the scalpel, and I can't remember Henry Cavill's name in it, but Henry Cavill's the hammer. Yeah, he's... And yeah. It's like... Walker. Y- yeah, oh, Walker. 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 Yeah. yeah, Walker. And I'm like... God damn, yeah, he is. Yeah, <laughs> I know, but I, and it's, it's a perfect, it's a perfect like, it's like a setting point there where yeah, Ethan Hunt goes in and he makes sure that he gets in and gets out as clean as possible, and Henry Cavill is like so reckless that he almost kills himself at certain points. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, I fucking love the just the dichotomy of the two characters that are pretty much the heads of their own respective teams. Yeah. And they're just completely different mindsets. Yeah, completely opposite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even when, like, Ethan Hunt saves him, he's, like, makes fun of him for it. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's yeah. Like, yeah. All right, you ungrateful asshole. <laughs> <laughs> what, what I liked is that both of their methods throughout the movie worked, though. Like, whatever would screw up for Tom Cruise's plan, like... Henry Cavill's strengths would kind of balance that out and vice versa. I like how it just conveniently worked out that way. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, uh, I, is, is there anything else you guys want to say, like, spoiler-free? Did you like, um, I guess, like, the whole... Because there's a lot of twists and turns in this movie. Yeah. Did you find that any time it came, like, a little convoluted and maybe too into itself? When the the... The big twist happens, like, around, like, the three-quarter mark of the movie. I had a hard time following where, every, like, who was who and what team they were on and things like that. And then it kind of, like, once everyone went their separate ways, I was kind of like, ah, okay, okay, now I'm following along. But yeah, took, once everyone was talking in there, I was like, man, I don't know what the hell's going on yeah, here. There's a part <laughs> where, like, Alec Baldwin does, like, this huge info dump, and it's just, like... It's kind of like he's just like, uh, let me get this out of the way so we can just get back to what you guys want to see. Right. But he does it so fast where it's like, well, I kind of want to know what it is. <laughs> it it, yeah. it kind of helped me out a little bit, too, yeah. because at some point there's, like, people that have turned maybe twice, and you're like, wait a minute. So, <laughs> is he good, or is she bad? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Alec Baldwin, just tell me what I should know at this yeah. point. Who's, yeah. who's gone rogue and who hasn't? <laughs> Jeez. I, I, I have an idea of what, what had happened, but even then I'm still not completely sure if I'm right. Right. <laughs> yeah, because I would... I would exa- I, is it like this, uh, the scene where they're underground? Yeah, yep. Yeah. They're in that tunnel. And like a whole bunch of fuckeries going on, and it's like, yeah. okay... I just need to make a diagram of where everyone is <laughs> yeah, at yeah. this point. Once, but yeah. Once yeah. we get into spoilers, though, there is a spot. There's a, a an idea in there that I was a big fan of. And I'll, once we get into spoilers, I'll oh, talk shit. about it. Okay. Neil's over writing his own movie. <laughs> but I <laughs> I think we should probably just jump into spoilers right now. Because like otherwise, um, I just want to ask uh, both you guys, like, would you recommend going to see this in the theater? Well, Absolutely. I kind of want to see oh, if yeah. I can find a showing of this in 3D. There's a lot of Ooh. fucking cool shit in mm. this. Okay. Yeah. Like, even that, that uh, I think this has one of the best uh, car chases I've ever seen. Not even by, oh, but yeah. not even just the car chase, but like how it's filmed. Yeah. I would say, I... oh, so, Neil, I keep cutting you off. Go ahead. <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, I, uh, I'm just going to kind of, yeah, second what Joel was saying that, yeah, definitely see it in theaters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I would, yeah, before we jump in, like the cinematography in this is really great. Cause like, there's a few times where I was like, 
that is a great shot. Yeah. Like, the way they captured, oh, yeah. especially the action in this, I was like, that was fucking very well done. Yeah. Like, the camera, like, they, this director knows when to back off and show you, like, the big scope of it, but then he also knows when to zoom in and show you, like, their face. Right. Like, yeah. those fucking, that cart, that uh, motorcycle chase with oh my Tom God. Cruise. That was really My good. God. I don't even know how he got some of those shots. There's, like, some shots where, like, he's whizzing past cars, and it's like, so, like, the dude with the camera has to be going just as fast, like, in your face. <laughs> right. With cars, like, on the opposite end of you. Right. Or, yeah. like, how the fuck did you get that shot? Are you, do you just, are you, like... Like, mind-linked, like in fucking Pacific Rim with Tom Cruise, <laughs> so you know where he's going to turn, so you know to turn uh, at the exact right time. Yeah, there's so much that goes, like, a long way for good practical effects and great camera work. There are were some obvious CG effects in here um, that were obviously need to be there because you can't put a real person through that scenario, but, like, the actual practical effects mixed with, like, trusting your, like, stunt team makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. Like, that makes an action scene better yeah. than having people with superpowers any day. I the fact that agree. The fact that a lot of this is practical really fucking ups yeah. it a lot, too. Like, I think yeah. the funny thing about me is, the funny thing for me is that one of the things that I could, the only thing that I could really tell was CG involved a hook and a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only thing that really stuck out to me is like, oh, that's totally CG. But other than that, everything else was like, shit, that looks like a real fucking thing. Yeah. Um, I, there, I, there's one with like a motorcycle and a car that I think is a, a little bit more CG. But, yeah, okay, yeah, that's yeah. the one I'm referring to. Um, yeah. <laughs> But I, uh, everything was impeccable in this. I, but I want to like so, Tom Cruise does like a big like stunt every movie, right? Yeah. I yeah. can't. Which one was in this one? He did all the I, the whole movie was a stunt for him. Yeah. Yeah, you're true. I think his big one was probably the Halo jump at the beginning, because okay. he did that. I know. Yeah, he did that. I'm pretty sure. I know he uh -huh. broke the the scene that he broke his ankle on, which they have in the movie, is when he jumps from building to building and he doesn't make it all the way. Oh. And he okay. like like kind of hangs over it. Like I guess he like hit his leg super hard against the building and broke his leg. Oh shit. Because when he yeah. gets up and from you it, you can tell because he like limps. Yeah. yeah when he gets like, up from right it, he's limping. That. He's limping a fuck ton. And then they go to the next scene. And he's like not limping as much. Where it's like <laughs> bullshit. He looked like he Maybe was like walking like his leg was about to fall off right when he got up from there. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the stunt in this one was like Tom Cruise just saying, "Hey, I'm 56 years old. Watch me sprint at, for like five minutes straight." Like, or like, <laughs> maybe Christ. that was the stunt. But even that, even uh, that whole scene where they show him like running for a fuck ton of time, like yeah. even that is it's shot so well where it's like I'm like this could probably be going on for five minutes and I can't tell because it's just the way it's shot, like the way it's like going around him and the way they're like showing him like jump over shit, like. Uh -huh. It's done in such like a action way, right? Where it's like fuck. I, I know that scene where he's doing his Tom Cruise run. Like <laughs> I literally expected him to puke after it, and I wouldn't even <laughs> complain if he did. Like if he would have just finally got to his destination and just was like, "Hold on," I'd be like, "Yeah, man, you deserve that puke. Get on it, man." Yeah. <laughs> he ran for a long time. <laughs> But anyway, let's jump into spoilers right now. Um, Neil, what were you going to bring up um, before? Okay, 
So in in the part where they're underground, like there's a scene where they all kind of come in the tunnel, and this is where kind of everything like the plans devolve and everything diverges. So the IMF team is below. They've captured Solomon Lane, like the main guy, and they're yeah. figuring out how to like you you know use him to not give him to the like this broker lady, but still like. I see this is where I can't even explain to you what's exactly <laughs> happening but like like there's a bunch of there's like three different three to four different parties involved in this but the one thing that I liked the most that I thought would have been a cool departure if they actually went that way is when they first get there and um uh, Alec Baldwin's character calls out Ethan Hunt for being the guy all along so, like, it would have been awesome if, like, unknowingly, Ethan Hunt has been, like, this main player, like, the whole time, and no one knew about it. Mm. Like, because they mm. called him out, like, you're the guy. Like, you're the you're the lark or whatever it is. We yeah. know you are. We have, or, like, we, there's all these, like, things that point that it could be you. And I thought that would have been a sweet idea to run with. But that's not what happens eventually in the in the grand scheme of things but it was a cool thing to be like holy shit like if that was him this whole time and it's just like it was like almost unknowing to tom cruise's character itself like holy shit like he's so deep within like all this like spying and uh (laughs) just getting into all this fuckery that you're like what is going on yeah um yeah i would agree I agree with you that that would have been a cool twist. Especially after six movies where he's like, oh, shit, well, I guess I'm bad now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that would be a fun thing to do because, like, right before this, maybe, like, uh, I don't know, 20 minutes before this, Henry Cavill meets with his boss of the CIA. Yeah. Like, on that rooftop. And it kind of gives away that Henry Cavill is going to be the bad guy. Yeah, because they do the whole thing where they after the fight in the bathroom – uh, Tom Cruise takes the dude's phone and it's broken. Right. And then Henry Cavill meets up with his boss and he gives him the the guy's phone and it's like not broken. Right. And you're like, yeah. oh, but that would have been like a cool like, uh, uh, like a like a reversal. Like you think Henry Cavill is gonna be the bad guy and then yeah. end up being Tom Cruise the whole time. Yeah. And then. For, like, um, another movie, he's, like, a bad guy, and then he ends up being a good guy in the next one or whatever. Yeah. That'd be just... Yeah. They're already six in. Like, yeah. change yeah. the game at this point. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. I thought the phone was subtle enough where, like, uh, like you have to, like, pay attention. Like, uh, it's, it's blatant, but, like, for, like, a person that maybe glanced away when he took out the phone and it was broken... Like, that would be, like, the thing where it's like, oh, I didn't see that. And then it comes out where it's like, I gave her a fucked up phone. Yeah. I'm the guy all along. I could see that. I mean, for me, it was, like, really on the nose. It was very on the nose. (laughs) It it was. What I liked about it is that, like, those scenes weren't back-to-back, like, even close. Like, there was probably an hour between, or maybe, like, 45 minutes between those two scenes. So, like, I like that they gave that time to breathe or whatever yeah I, I like movies where like they even though it's a mystery like it's a mystery in the sense where like they still give you the clues to figure it out for yourself like uh like just to change the subject in zootopia <laughs> i guess there's like a scene where like they have the number of the guy 
the, the number of the animal that's making all of like this shit that's making the animals go crazy on the computer of the uh, person that's behind it all along when they go to her computer. Mm. Like when wow. you go back and watch it. So it's like a small clue where like it gives you a chance to figure it out for yourself. Mm. And with this, it kind of gives you that, even though it's, it's way more blatant than most movies do. Right. <laughs> like this one, it still gives you the chance to be like, oh, shit. Yeah, of course Henry Cavill's part of it because I saw that he did this. Yeah. Uh, I uh, I really enjoyed, like, the pacing of this movie quite a bit because we said before that it's a lot of action scenes, um, but the action scenes were never boring, and then when it did slow down a little bit, there was enough, like, intrigue and plot development there and, like, yeah. twists and turns that even the slow <laughs> scenes were interesting. There was only, like, one or two times where it didn't really have any of that where I was still, like... That I was like, oh, man, it's giving me such a point now. I was like on such a high, and now it's like I need something to pick me up again because yeah. this is really slow at this point. A lot of it when uh, Tom Cruise was slowing down and talking with that uh, MI6 agent. Oh, like that's uh, when yeah. it slowed down quite a but bit. But I was even still kind of into that because I think that kind of draws more from the fifth one where you kind of get to know her. And I kind of remember her from that. But I, I did like the whole, all the idea where, like, she's – pretty much just she's almost fucking over tom cruise just to get her life back mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah that was fun even though i have never seen the fifth one i i still got a hold of it but did you find it like ironic that they had to incorporate mi6 and this is mission impossible 6 like mi6 <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah, uh, what's it? Rebecca Ferguson's character that one you're talking about, she has like a little bit of a bigger role in the in the last one. This one, she's kind of like a faux, like kind of foil for the team, where it's like she's kind of against them at first, out for her like own good essentially, but yeah. then eventually ends up kind of helping out the team in the in the long run. And I yeah. thought that was a a good little uh twist on that. The only issue I've got with her is that her and Michelle Monaghan look almost oh identical. Oh, my God, it's insane. <laughs> At least cast someone that looks mildly different from the, the love interest. It's like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's like, okay, Ethan Hunt has a fucking type. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> or, <it's yeah>. like, <laughs> or he has face blindness. <laughs> just, you look enough like my former wife or I'll just end up fucking you now. But it's like, Jesus Christ. There was like so many times where it's like, oh, my shot, it's Michelle Monaghan. And it's like, no, it's her again. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, they're so, they look so similar. We're like, good Lord. At least pick someone that's radically enough different. Right. Where it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, one had that blonde person. hair. <laughs> that was about the only de deciding oh. factor of who is who. Yeah. Uh. But it's still, they look close. Yeah, they do look purely similar. Christ, indeed. Um, <laughs> the when uh, I really loved when they were out, like so. Um, Ethan Hunt fails in uh, curing the plutonium right off the bat. Yeah, and so that's kind of the the goal for the rest of the movie to get these plutonium things. They don't want nuclear weapons to be sold to the highest bidder or whatever. Yeah, and so I really liked from there on his like whole journey where he's like impersonating this lark person yeah and he just like takes it on faith that he's like well hopefully she's never seen him 
Yeah. And so because <laughs> I'm going to just be him without my mask because Henry Cavill's a douche and just broke my mask making computer yeah. over this <laughs> fucking Asian dude's face. That, that's the thing that I've been really digging about the Mission Impossible franchise right now is that I think ever since, like, I think they did a little bit in three, but four, they do a really good job of it where they have plans that don't go to plan at all. So they have to improvise. Mm-hmm. And. They do it to a point where it's like, oh, shit. So you can actually see these people. You can see where the plan's supposed to go, and then you can see how it fails, and then the, how they have to act on their feet from then on. Right. And I really like that, where there's so many, like, like ocean movies where it's like, it was all about the plan all along. Right. <laughs> but in this, you can see where it's like, well, this got fucked up, so now we got to do this to try right. and make up for it. And I I like that because it it makes him makes them seem like more human. Like it actually makes them seem like fallible. Yeah, yeah. like they could actually yeah. they, they could someone could fuck up, and now you have to completely change up the whole scenario. Right. And what happens is is like that also does have consequences. So like if Henry Cavill hadn't have broken his face machine, he probably wouldn't have had to stick with this one woman for like who knows how long to try to get the Solomon Lane guy. Like there probably would have been a whole nother situation going on if his mask would have just worked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, I, I really like that too. Because like one of the main lines repeated a ton of times through this movie is like, I'm working on it. <laughs> yes. like, all, all their yeah. plans are always just plan C in this at this point. Yeah, but I love that. Oh, yeah, you I can love actually it too. See, yeah. yeah, you can actually see, like, why they're doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, even, like, down to, like, at the very end where Tom Cruise is chasing another guy in a helicopter where he needs a very small, minute thing from him, <laughs> and he's in a helicopter... <laughs> Right. While he's in another helicopter chasing him, where it's like, how the fuck are you going to get that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's another thing where he's working on it. He's working on it. <laughs> Just trust me, I'll get what it I, done. Yeah. Yeah. What? Okay, so what I liked about like the planning all in general is like in the very beginning, you get to see like when their plans work to the T, like how it's it's awesome. It's flawless. Like yep. they wouldn't have had all this crazy stuff happen where they were trying to get this guy to unlock the phone to get where like the the location of like this nuclear material was this plutonium was and like they set up this fake room and he was like in a hospital and they tell him th- or they this like they capture like this uh the scientist the plutonium scientist who has like this whole like agenda or whatever and he wants like to see the world burn and it has one of my the funniest things in the whole movie, and I'm and I'm getting to that. But like they have like this whole room set up. They tell him he's been knocked out for days when it's really or like months when it's only been like a few hours. And they say like, "Hey, we'll unlock. I'll unlock this phone if you read my manifesto on the TV." Right. And <laughs> the best part is when they have. Simon Pegg dressed up in a mask to look like Wolf Blitzer from CNN, and that like he actually come like it's actually Wolf Blitzer there for a little bit, and that's just really funny to me. It was I really like that too because I'm like they literally got Wolf Blitzer in this movie. Get the Wolf. Um, I, yeah, because I really like that scene too because I don't think they've yeah. done that since Mission Impossible. Like, Mission Impossible like two. <laughs> or one, yeah. Yeah, they do it in two. Oh, do they? Yeah, they do, they, they do the whole thing where like they duct tape that dude's mouth with a mask on him. Oh, like, oh you're yeah. not gonna talk, and they yeah. murder him, and it's the other guy. <laughs> right. 
Oh, yeah. I don't remember anything about two besides the pigeons. <laughs> doves, Troy. Come on. John oh, Woo style. Oh, sorry. Whatever. Fucking doves. <laughs> um, uh, what was I going to say? Um, let's just talk about Henry Cavill a little bit more because that bathroom fight scene was completely worth it. Yeah. So my whole I thing think. was like, I was like, oh man, it's like Tom Cruise and Henry Cavill fighting a bunch of henchmen. They fight one guy and the guy kicks their fucking ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I loved, I, I wasn't even expecting it at all. Oh my God. But I loved the whole thing. I'm like. That fucking Asian dude is whooping the shit out of both of these guys. And Henry Cavill grabs him by the head and throws him through a mirror, and he just gets right back up and kicks their ass again. You're right. And, like, I, when he threw him through that mirror, even though I knew it was coming, I still was like, God damn! Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, he, it looks so good. All the choreography in this was amazing. I know. that. Oh, my God. That's, like, the... The biggest, probably major fight scene in the whole movie, and it's like close to the very beginning, and it still does not take away from how awesome the rest of the action is throughout. Right, no right. Way. Were you guys just watching Henry Cavill for him to cock his arms? Oh, I was yeah. like, oh, the jacket's coming off. Look at watch, 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 watch. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. The minute he took the jacket, I was like, he's cocking. Yeah. He's getting ready to cock. Freaking, I cocked a yeah. few times. <laughs> But, it was so good. Uh, but even beyond that, like I was really into just the story in general because uh, I heard a lot of comparisons when this first came out to like the Dark Knight, and I was like, bullshit! This is a Mission Impossible movie. There's no way that you can compare this to the Dark Knight. But going into it, like I feel like they take like the themes of the Dark Knight and they put it in a way where like it's more digestible almost, because you have Tom Cruise. Who's like the the most uh most like upright like he will not he's like the most good guy possible sure and then you have Henry Cavill who's kind of in the middle and then you have Solomon who's just completely degraded down to just now he kills for mostly for revenge than he does like his own purpose so like you can kind of see how someone can fall into like this terrible position based on just killing for the sake of thinking that it's for the greater good mm-hmm. because Tom Cruise never falls into that into that uh level even even if it makes his job harder he still avoids it whereas Henry Cavill is willing to do it all the time so you can almost kind of decipher like he can get to that point where it's like well if I'm killing one person to save a bunch why don't I s- kill two people to save a bunch why don't I kill three to save a bunch to the point where he's like why don't I kill 500,000 to save 500 million. Right. Like, you can see how he can finally get to that point where, like, now he's joining the bad guys. Mm-hmm. And I like that where, like, they kind of – they included enough where you can kind of follow his logic even though it doesn't make sense to you. Mm-hmm. So I like that. Great. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Um, not, yeah, but not only is Cavill a beast, he ends up being, like, a great villain. So, but he was the guy who did write the manifesto, right? Does he say No, I think Solomon it? wrote the manifesto, because he, he says it a lot throughout. Like, he repeats words from it throughout. Okay. I can't, because, like, there's a whole thing where, like, Henry Cavill's, like, spilling his guts at one point, and he didn't know he was being duped. And I can't remember what all he admitted to. 
because it was like the big like huge twist on yeah. a twist on well, a twist. Well, yeah, cuz Henry Cavill was is the is the guy that Tom Cruise is pretending to be. Right. I got that. And uh I can't tell if he did it at first to just get the plutonium to get to his boss or if he was on that Solomon guy's team all along. That's the one thing that I can't I think get. He- I'm pretty sure he was with Solomon the whole time. Okay. That's kind of what I gathered. We're going to have to go see this again. <laughs> There's so many facts. Yes. Yeah, that that part right there threw me for a fucking loop. Like, I had no idea kind of like <laughs> where people were going. Yeah. Cause, yeah, because he does free him and he says he has an extraction team and blah, blah, blah. Like, he just wants to know where the plutonium is. But then at the end, he gets caught to the point where he's like well i guess i'll just join you that's what i kind of gathered yeah uh it's it's convoluted and confusing as that part is like i really did like it yeah (laughs) no i like i like it because it's like uh like even henry cavill because he presents himself as such like a blunt object of Mm -hmm. of a person yeah where like you can kind of see where he can kind of justify that you have to kill people to for the greater good, because he cannot do what Tom Cruise does. Nah. Because everything he does involves some sort of collateral damage. Yeah. To the yeah. point where it's oh, yeah. like, the, to the point where it's like, well, the only logical explanation to fulfill the mission is to kill someone. Mm-hmm. That's the only way he can do it. Yeah. And like, you get to that like human idea where it's like, well, I'm the best person for the job. This is the only way to do it because it's the only way I can do it. Right. Whereas Tom Cruise is like, well, let's fucking take our time. Because this whole movie is pretty much a course correction from Tom Cruise. Where, Uh like, if he held the plutonium in the first scene of the movie, this movie wouldn't exist. Right, right. Yeah. It's him him course correcting because he does want to save a person's life. Right. He saved one life and then it made an entire movie. Right. This whole movie is a course correction. Right. Which I love it. Because it's like, if he would have let Ving Rhames die, get the plutonium... Sure, but then what person would he be if he let Ving Rhames die? Yeah. He would have been. He would have probably become who Henry Cavill is, and then the world wouldn't have Ethan Hunt, right? Who w- is yeah. willing to go out of his way to save people's lives instead of letting this person die so that a, a bunch of other people don't die. Mm-hmm. I really thought Ving Rhames was gonna die for like good too, and I got <laughs> almost emotional about it. <laughs> I I, I was thought- like. I, yeah, I thought Ving Rhames was going to kick it, too, because, like, technically they have two tech guys there. Yeah. They've got Simon Pegg and Ving Rhames. And they had if... two bombs the end. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, with the two bombs at the end, I really thought that they were going to, like, make a huge, like, choice in this and really have him go off. Like, I was really tricked. Yeah, because they do that whole thing. So was I. Yeah, oh, yeah, it goes to white, and you're like, oh, shit, he yeah. failed. Because in, like, Mission Impossible 4, they, like, blow up the Kremlin. That's and, like, true. <laughs> they, like, do huge things in this. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I don't, I didn't see 5, but, like, I don't know if anything huge happened in that. Yeah. But I'm like, they could do something big where, like, two nukes go off. And it, like, yeah. wipes out the whole team. And the only one left is, like, Ethan Hunt. Or even just one. Yeah. Right. Because like, they're both in the same. That's a waste of plutonium. You're like, you're letting two nuclear bombs go off right next to each other. Like, yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
technically they're only like a hundred feet apart. <laughs> so yeah. like it's mostly yeah. just yeah. like a double size bomb. Yeah. You're pretty much crossing streams at that point, dude. <laughs> right. Yeah. Whatever's <laughs> caught in the middle is completely fucked. <laughs> yeah. If the first nuclear bomb didn't get you, the second one will. <laughs> right. <laughs> um so uh, when they finally get to that um uh, I don't remember what little country they're in between like Russia and China and India or whatever. Yeah. But when they get to that like medical camp and they meet up with Michelle Monaghan, like I really like that exchange between um Tom Cruise her and like her new husband. Yeah. I thought that was an interesting play. Yeah. Yeah. Because they set it up with like that they couldn't be together. Ving, well, may, do they do that after or before that? It's before that because he's he's talking to uh, Rebecca Ferguson about why oh, he's yeah, like so right. hung up on this chick. That's right, and they say they could never be together because otherwise the world could never be safe or something. Yeah, to that it's effect. which is it's such a fucking like, uh, like this is like a total scene that just like fucking strokes Tom Cruise's dick. This <laughs> is like the whole thing is like well. If Ethan Hunt was to stay with her, then he wouldn't be able to save the world, and then the world will be doomed because of one guy. <laughs> I thought that <laughs> like, It's like, how full of yourself are you where it's like, how am I going to save the world if I'm with you? I have to divorce you to keep saving the world. The billions of people that are part of the world depend on me, one person. Right. <laughs> God. But uh, regardless, when she's like the the new husband shows up, and like he's like, "Oh, hey, I'm a doctor or whatever, just stopping by. I thought I'd like yeah. check out the joint, see what's cooking or whatever." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But I thought I was like, "Oh man, this is pretty good. Like good emotional turmoil. I like it." Yeah. Yeah. Well, that had the a nice scene just between uh, Michelle Monaghan and Ving Rhames' character too. Like, he had a really heartfelt thing to say about Tom Cruise, and I thought that was also very well done. <laughs> oh, yeah, while they're that... defusing that bomb? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. And then, like, uh, this, the villain, like, the major villain is Solomon uh, Lane. Like, he, uh, he, he kind of, like, presents himself as a, as a villain that I really like in movies, where it's, like, he's essentially a terrible person, but his main goal is to get a rightfully good person to do to kind of lose faith in his morals in his and stuff. morals yeah and even if it's gonna last a millisecond because tom <laughs> cruise in the exact same p- position right like he kind of wants him to lose that thing that makes him so good because mm-hmm. i kind of gather like solomon lane because he was part of mi6 where like maybe he was part of mi6 something bad happened to him and then he became like this terrible villain now he sees Ethan Hunt, who's living that life that Solomon Lane used to live, and it like drives him insane because it's like, I was driven to be bad, but now this guy is inherently good. Yeah, this goody two shoes. I can't. Over yeah, here. that means I can't. <laughs> yeah. Like that means if if someone can be inherently good, that makes me bad. So if I make this good guy bad, that means that <laughs> I'm I'm not a bad person. I'm just a human being right. that was meant to be bad all along, just like everyone in all other human beings are supposed to be. I'm watching this motherfucker holier than thou, tooth in the middle of the face, <laughs> guy <laughs> better than me, fuck him, I'm gonna watch him burn. Yeah. yeah. But no, I, I love that shit, where, like, you're a villain, you, you, 
he goes out of his he like fucks up his own plan sometimes mm -hmm. to try and like still fit all this shit in where it's like oh by the way your your uh, ex-wife that you still love is here and I'm going to kill her so that you see that everything that you fought for has been for nothing. Yeah, it turns because, out. Yeah, because he, <laughs> yeah, he, he just wants Tom Cruise to lose, or uh, Ethan Hunt to lose faith in everything that he's done up to this point so that he can justify that everything that he's done up to this point was for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's good shit. Yeah, I, I thought <laughs> it was good shit. Yeah, even I, though it plays itself off as like like just a, a run of the mill action film, even though the action is shot very well, there's still things in the background where it's like shit. They still have really interesting character things going on in the background. And I never felt like anybody was like short on time. Like I felt like it was very balanced. Yeah, like everything was balanced. The action, everything was, and it made it like a very like I didn't see the running time on this, but I would imagine it's probably over two and a half hours yeah it's like i think it's a little under two and a half hours but like it it flew by for me yeah i was i was no. expecting to be like oh shit i'm gonna probably be checking the my watch by the end of it but i was like fuck it's almost over <laughs> i was fully invested <laughs> yeah yeah oh hell yeah <laughs> um so let's get to like the very end where just things are shit stacking on each other man so god neil neil do you want to explain what what's all going on at the end here yeah so in this like medical camp solomon lane has two nuclear bombs now on the way there simon Pegg is figuring out how to deactivate these bombs and he's like guys i've got good news and bad news essentially good news i found a solution bad news is is we have to disarm we have to find disarm the nuclear bombs at the same time we can only disarm those bombs once they've started the countdown. <laughs> and we also have to take this, like, device out of the detonator after the countdown has started. <laughs> so essentially, they have to get the detonator after it's been set off, pull out this, like, device, and then disarm the bombs. So they have to do it all within the time span of the detonation sequence. Which is 15 and, minutes. Yeah. Which is 15 minutes. And that gives... And they find the first one, and then the timer goes off. They don't know where the second one is, and Henry Cavill's flown off in a helicopter with the device. Right. And then you're like, this is fucked. There's no <laughs> way they're going to be able to do this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Simon Pegg is bashing open locks, trying to find it in these cases. Yeah. And then uh, What's-Her-Face from MI6 is just like, you know what, I bet you it's in that little shed that Lane is standing by. I'm going to go over there and check that out. <laughs> Definitely was. But yeah. they even do that shit where, like... Under a blanket. Yeah, where it's like, I found it, it's in this house. And he's like, what house? And then she gets knocked out, so then... Like, Simon Pegg is walking through, like, three different houses. Right. Because he doesn't know which one she was talking about. And, right. Not and that's not the only foil. So they have the devices looking for the bombs, but they're in, like, this medical, like, complex. And there's, like, x-ray machines and cat scan machines that yeah. all emit the same radiation. <laughs> so it's just like, yeah. F me. I right. can't, like, this is impossible. And you find out not only when you find them, to disarm them is a complete bitch. Oh, like, God, yeah. <laughs> you need essentially two people at least to help you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then 
<laughs> not only is Henry Cavill off flying in a helicopter, uh, Tom Cruise hops in one to chase him eventually. And yeah. he's like, you find out that he doesn't know how to fly a helicopter. <laughs> and so he's just, yeah. he's just trying to yeah. do the best he can. And you're like, the whole time you're thinking, how in the F? Yeah. Is he going to get into that other helicopter to get that little plug thing? Yeah. Which I... It's not even uh, It's not even trying to get a needle out of a haystack. It's trying to get a needle that's falling in midair. Uh, <laughs> like, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. yeah. Like, and the uh, air is made of needles. <laughs> <laughs> but you're trying to find the right needle. But <laughs> fucking, like, I... With all that shit stacked on each other, and you have that ticking clock... And it's like, oh my god, this is so fucking stressful. And but like, after thinking about it, after that timer like starts, why on earth would you need that plug? Yeah. They no, they yeah. said the uh, the plug is a failsafe where like, if the plug if the plug stays in, then if you disarm one of the bombs, the other bomb goes off. Yeah. Okay. So you need to pull the pl- you need to pull the key out of the detonator so that you can disarm both bombs. Okay. All right. Th- okay. I would just forgot that. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking a. I I love the idea of this movie. If like uh all of Tom Cruise's stuff happened five minutes before they cut the cut the cords, where like he had the key out for five minutes straight, but his communicator didn't work. So they were just <laughs> yeah. like. Oh, shit. Uh, we're just going to cut it at one and hope you got it. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. Tom Cruise is waiting like, cut it. Yeah, he's shitting his pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I just love the... I was. I just wish they would do, like, a thing where it's, like, five minutes earlier. And does this, this is Tom Cruise with the fucking key, like, oh, fuck, my computer doesn't work. I hope they fucking cut the cords. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just waiting there like, oh, fuck. <sighs> just cut it. <laughs> cut it, fuckers. <laughs> there was a few things in this whole thing where, like, it, it it just took another leap in escalation. So it couldn't be just as easy as, like, and I'm saying it's easy, but it's not. Tom Cruise has chased somebody in a helicopter. But, like, Solomon Lane is beating the shit out of, like, Rebecca oh Ferguson and Simon Pegg's character, he, yeah, stopping was... them from disarming this other bomb. And then... In Tom Cruise not knowing how to fly like a helicopter, it turns out Henry Cavill's got a giant machine gun in his helicopter <laughs> and blows the like, engine what? up. Where it's like it's yeah. on fire as he's still chasing them. Right. <laughs> I also like the part where Tom Cruise's helicopter has like a payload of something hanging under it, and he's oh, just yeah. like, "Catch this!" and then he misses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And he's like, oh, oh, shit. One of my favorite scenes in the whole movie is when uh, Tom Cruise is climbing up that rope to get into the helicopter and he reaches for like the like the landing, like the things that stick out from the landing right, thing. Like for the, the legs. Yeah, the, the legs. Of, yeah, like the know. legs of the helicopter and he misses and falls all the way down the rope. And you're and it looks so realistic because it's like yeah. he misses and he just like falls like <laughs> shit. Like I, I like, think. I think I audibly yelled, no, like in the theater. I I knew Tom Cruise was going to be alive, but I was like, Like I I had like an audible gasp when he missed it. Like it, but it was, it was filmed so well. Like it's so good. Uh 
<laughs> it's just small little fallible things that like anybody would mess up on that like yeah. get you the most. I know. Like even they, even though they do they do crazy unnatural things, they still throw those small things in there where it's like, oh he fucked up. Oh shit. <laughs> now they got a course correct. Where like it still makes even though they're completely inhuman, it still right. makes them seem human. And right. that's really fucking cool. Right. And so all this shit is stacking on each other. Like, the two teams are trying to disarm the bombs. They eventually beat Lane up and, like, Simon Pegg and what's the lady's name? Oh, shit. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah. yeah. They're eventually getting to the other bomb to disarm it after, like, a pretty sweet-ass fight yeah. with Lane. Oh, yeah. my God. That whole scene where, like, she's trying to choke out Lane while Simon Pegg is being hung. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, I got to... <laughs> fucking pass out so i can yeah. cut him down i gotta choke like, this guy out yeah. before simon Pegg yeah, chokes like out like you can see him like slowly <laughs> dying as like she as like he's still like opening his eyes like smiling at her we were like fuck oh my god it's so good that was so good <laughs> so they're eventually disarming that bomb and like tom cruise is like at this point his engine is on fire he's losing fuel yeah He's still trying to chase Henry Cavill, who's now, like, out of bullets. But now he just gets to the point where he's trying to ram <laughs> the other helicopter out of desperation. To and get so a thing that's, like, smaller like smaller than an acorn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. He, ran, he fucking rams Henry Cavill's helicopter, and it's spinning out of control. And then he gets stuck on a mountain, like, like a little... I don't even like. It gets stuck on a mountain yeah. cliffside where they're both just chilling out there, slowly sliding down the mountain in helicopters. Yeah. And I'm like, holy fuck! It feels like they're gonna fall. Like yeah. that made me like really unnerved. Like yeah. the point where like, are they gonna fall off this cliff? <laughs> like it made <laughs> yeah. me uneasy. Like, Especially after Henry Cavill two faces himself with some hot fuel. <laughs> oh my! Oh yeah, burns <laughs> oh, half his God. face off. And they're sliding down the mountain. That other pile is completely dead at this point. Um, oh, yeah. And then, so, it lands on, like, a little table ledge of a cliffside. And, like, the like a cable hook grasps onto the side of the cliff. And both Henry Cavill and Tom Cruise are hanging off the side. And they're trying to pull themselves up to the top. Yeah. And then at the get to the top, they're trying to, like fight each other and all this shit yeah and the hook is continually coming loose yeah. and you're like it like legit gets <laughs> caught on three or four different ledges of this cliff it's so like, is it gonna under- fall anytime <laughs> soon it's so fucking unnerving and the whole time the clock is now like at three minutes and you're like <laughs> yeah. holy shit come on come on and uh <laughs> they fucking are hanging off the edge of the cliff again yeah. and tom cruise is just like kicking the shit out of uh, fucking Henry Cavill's face, and he's they're not even hanging onto the cable at this point. Yeah, they're just they're on just, the cliff, but in the, in the by cliff's, their, like, right next... By the, their fingertips hanging onto yeah. the cliff, and, like, Tom Cruise is like, fuck this yeah. cable! And he pulls the cable down in unicorn horns, fucking Henry Cavill, <laughs> right in his freaking head, and I was like, oh, shit! Oh, my God. Yeah. There's so many good scenes in here where, like, it's PG-13, so they can't do a lot of blood, but there is, like, enough violent shit in here where you're like, oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> like, Just imagining what that would look like is yeah. disgusting. Yeah, 
Like you could see because Henry Cavill follows the cable where it's like, oh, so the hook is stuck in his head. Right. He is being dragged down with the cable. Right. Bouncing off the cliffside. And it like, yeah. sta- the camera stays on him as he like bounces yeah. off the cliffside. And you can see like the blood spatters as he hits across <laughs> against the fucking cliff. You're like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know what that reminded me of in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade when that Nazi guy was sticking out of the top of the tank. And the tank goes off the edge of the cliff, and you can see the <laughs> tank roll over him. <laughs> like, yes. That reminded me of. <laughs> but uh, like it, like and so at this point, the two teams are talking to each other that are disarming the bomb, and they're like, "All right, we got it. We need to cut the cable at like something. We need to cut it at one because obviously they're gonna leave it leave it down to the last second or whatever." Of course. And so they. Uh, it gets to one, they cut, but you don't know at this point if Tom Cruise has got that little, like, I know. thimble out of the detonator Like, yet. the last time they show Tom Cruise, he's, like, like four arm lo- arms lengths away from the fucking detonator, and you're just like, how the fuck are you going to get it? Yeah, the, the detonator's still on that little cliffside, and he's climbing up to try to get at it, and he's, like, way far away, yeah. and it's like, holy shit. Like, this is why I was like... They're really going to blow this shit up. They are <laughs> oh, really yeah. going to do it. And then they, they both cut at the same time at one, and then the whole screen goes white. And then Tom Cruise is on the cliffside. He's not up on the ledge or anything. He's yeah. still hanging off the cliff, and he looks. And they show, like, the sunset, and it kind of looks like a n- nuclear explosion, where you're like, oh, fuck, he fucked up. <laughs> like, yeah. like, zoom in on his hand, and he's got the fucking key in his hand. Like, you piece you, of shit. You yeah. You rascal! Yeah, you did get it. I thought, yeah, because it's like they, they like, they fucking use the sunset as a thing to be like, the world blew up. Yeah, yeah. But it was so good. It was so well done. Yeah, it was perfectly done. But yeah, this whole point, my theater's like laughing at like the absurdity of like it's still escalating. Yeah, but they're they're. It's like that kind of laugh where they're still into it, but they're just like, no fucking way. They're still going. <laughs> and I was I was right there with them. It was fucking great. I, uh, the thing that I love the most was like, so they did the whole thing where like, they show like the, their plan where like they're going to have these nuclear bombs set off in this particular area because it's like a natural irrigation site that like pretty much provides food for India, Afghanistan, and China, I think, mm-hmm. which is like, a third of the world. Yeah. Because India and China are fucking enormous. Right. But then they still throw in uh, Michelle Moynihan because it's like, you can totally see like racist dudes being like, who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, his girlfriend. Oh, we better save her. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Better save that white girl. Better save that white girl. <laughs> India and China. Oh, okay, so they're dead. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, wait. White girl. Oh, shit. Tom Cruise better get that bomb. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's going to poison the water for the fucking aquifers for these three huge yeah. populated countries. Yeah, don't mind the fact that three enormous countries that house a third of the world's population are going to die of starvation and radiation poisoning or whatever yeah. it's going to be. Yeah. But no, there's a white girl <laughs> better fucking you better fucking save her. Yeah. <laughs> um did anyone 
was there any like mid credits or post credit scenes? I didn't any stick of this? around for it. I no, I don't. Not, I'm not aware. No. I didn't assume there would be, but like I had to piss so bad that I had to leave as it's soon. It's like as... your going thing for a movie. It's like <laughs> I, I had to piss. I seriously am like getting old enough where I think I might have a bladder issue because like <laughs> I. <laughs> I, I don't ever want to piss during a movie. Like, the last one I did, I think, was when I saw Justice League with you, Neil. And I think that was oh, yeah. it. I got up and I was like, just tell me what fucking happens. And it was like... And you, and you almost <laughs> missed the best part when you had to do that, too. <laughs> it was like the Superman fighting everybody scene. Or like, I gotta yeah. piss. Just tell me what happens. And so... <laughs> anyway, I had to piss, like, pretty bad at this. And by the end... It's kind of how I'm feeling right now, actually. But I was, like, <laughs> sitting up higher in my seat and, like, really shaking my legs. I'm like, oh, this escalation and tension is making me want to piss more. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, because they end it pretty er- like pretty soon after all that happens. This is Tom Cruise in a, in a hospital bed, and they're just like, we did it. Yeah. End. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. And then... uh. Oh my god, I went in and like fucking took a piss and I still like hurt like after it. I'm like, oh my god, my <laughs> whole body is just failing me. <laughs> but uh I that I don't really have much else to say about um Mission Impossible besides that like oh I uh, get to my notes that I wrote down that Oh, do it. Henry Cavill eclipses freaking Tom Cruise in this. Good fucking lord. Um we brought this up earlier in the pod, Neil, but, like, there's even, like, certain points where they film it. I noticed it in that airplane scene before they, like, jump out of it to go to France. Yeah. Where, like, they film it where Tom Cruise is, like, looking up at Cavill and Cavill's looking down at Tom yeah. Cruise. Yeah, and like, that gave me a chuckle. <laughs> and, like, I, I know Tom Cruise is, like, a shorter guy. But, like, they usually don't do that. Like, they usually make them everybody eye level. Yeah. But I actually noticed it that, like, Henry Cavill is, like, looking down. Like, yeah. they, and they filmed oh, yeah. it that way. I want to like, say there's, like, a scene when they're fighting on that cliff where, like, Tom Cruise is, like, getting his ass kicked. And they, like, show, like, Henry Cavill, like, approaching him, like, fucking Sasquatch about ready to, like, <laughs> eat him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was good as shit. Yeah. And then, um, but I like that they actually put it over where it's like Henry Cavill is a goddamn beast compared to Tom Cruise. Yeah, he really oh, is yeah. that hammer. Um, God, the hammer. fucking. But uh, the other note I have is what so far would be your favorite Mission Impossible film? What would be your top three? Man, I would say this is probably my favorite, and then probably three, and then four. Yeah, yeah. I might be right there with you. Because, like, this one is really fun. And even though, like, I have, like, a bit of nostalgia for 3, and I really like Philip Seymour Hoffman as the bad guy. Yeah. Um, I think this one might be my favorite, followed by 3 and 4. Yeah. Mm. I think... I think 4 is still my favorite, and then this, and then probably 5. Oh, That's shit. That's how I think how I'd rank them. I kind of want to go like, back and rewatch five. I like three five. a lot, though. I want to go back and rewatch five because there was a lot of things they brought up in this that I knew were from five, but I just I I haven't watched it in so long that I don't remember. Like I almost like after watching this, I almost went back home and watched five, but yeah. I was like I tired totally. Yeah, this what blows my mind is that this whole series is legitimately awesome. Like 
2 is the roughest one, but it's yeah. still got pretty fun moments. But yeah. other than that, like, this movie has got more hits than any other, like, set of movies yeah. ever. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, even like down to like Tom Cruise like makes sure that there's at least one stunt that he does where it's like Jesus Christ. Right. Right. Legit. Yeah. But at this point he's doing that now for like every movie that he's in. He even like did it in the mummy and shit. Yeah. But with but this is good. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um everyone just remember that Dark Universe promo pick where everyone's just standing there. Remember what yeah. that... what the hell is Russell Crowe holding? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it's weird to think that like that this franchise it doesn't come out every year, no, or anything like that. But like every time it comes out, like it's consistently great. And Tom Cruise is fifty six years old, right? And people make yeah. shit out of Tom Cruise all the time, yeah. But anytime a Mission Impossible movie comes out, it's pretty good, yeah. It's pretty good yeah. to great. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I'm stoked. And, like, this is the sixth one. Yeah. The sixth one. Yeah. Like, there, even that, that whole thing where it's like, maybe Jeremy Renner's going to take over. And then Tom Cruise is like, nah, fuck you, fuck you dude. Go shoot some <laughs> more arrows, you bitch. <laughs> I don't think so, bruh. Yeah. You're out. Nope. But, yeah, it's, it's nuts. Um, uh, well, what would you guys grade Mission Impossible Fallout? And I, like, I was never bored throughout this whole movie. Even, like, you said there was, like, some slow spots in there. But even, like, those spots for me, they never lasted long enough where I was like, man, this, all the way through it, caught my attention pretty much the entire time. I'm going to, I won't say it's an A+, but it's a very high A for me. Yeah, I, even... Like I, I, I say, they're they're slow spots, but they're more like breathers more than anything. Yeah, it's time to be like, Shit. okay, <laughs> let me collect my <laughs> my being and just like let me continue. <laughs> but yeah, I would say I would give it just a solid A. Like I had a super fun time. Yeah, there was no point in this where I was like ever bored and I was entertained the whole way through. It's yeah. a solid action flick. Exactly. It's legit i'm gonna give it an a minus but then the fact that they ruined movie pass i'm gonna bump it up to an a <laughs> yeah so I'm also giving it a solid a oh my god <laughs> neil i i know you weren't a part of our earlier show we legit talked for 15 minutes about movie pass <laughs> oh thank god <laughs> i was hoping you would have it was it was too much really <laughs> like we just got it got into a point where we we're just ranting about movie concessions at one point. And when I say we, I meant me. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it's it's pretty good. Um, Great. Well, Neil, join us for the rest of the show. What else have you been into this last week? Uh, into this last week, mostly I saw that uh, the PlayStation Store had, was selling Fallout 4 downloadable content for real cheap so i bought it so i've been playing fallout 4 again for a long time incredible game that's all i've been doing really (laughs) very nice jt uh i watched the joaquin phoenix movie you were never here Mm -hmm. it's like a smaller film i really liked it uh i mean well i don't know if i really was in a wheelchair no that's the one where it's like he won't get far on foot Oh, okay. That one's not out yet, but I want to see that. Okay. But, uh, I don't know. It, it's definitely, like, really bare bones. Like, it's only an hour and a half long. 
All right. And I'm into uh, he, it so far. <laughs> he, he plays like this uh like assassin type guy where like he's kind of hired by this firm to go and like break up like these sex rings in certain in different uh cities and stuff. And uh it's really small and it's kind of ambiguous at certain points like you sometimes you don't really know what's real mm-hmm. but I, I i had fun with it like it's i wouldn't go out of my way to see it but if you ever stumble upon it or if amazon ever picks it up or something i would say go check it out okay. i thought it, i i kind of dug it i right. i actually really like walking phoenix as a as an actor Ooh, hot even though people <laughs> that's not that hot i like him as an actor yeah. <laughs> I, I like him too actually yeah. even, but he, did whole, he did that whole like like weird documentary thing where like he was trying to act like a rapper or something Whatever, I I still like him. He's good. Yeah, he is good. And he's yeah. gonna be the Joker, so we gotta. Yeah, we gotta we, like so we him. have to like him. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's how it works. And, People in a comic uh, book movie, you gotta like him. Me and Molly uh, started watching the new season of Orange is the New Black. Oh, okay. Which uh, is pretty interesting because now, like, uh, because of the events of the last season, all of the inmates have been moved to a uh, maximum security prison. So you kind of see the whole thing there, and they introduce new characters that are from said maximum security prison. So now you're kind of diving into other characters that have more of a saucy background. Oh, sounds saucy. So it's interesting. I'm digging it so far. All right. And that's all I've been into. Um, I started and watched a ton of Glow Season 2. Nice. Um, I really am into it. I I think Chelsea finished it, but I need to go and finish like the last three episodes or so. Yeah. Um, I really like it. Yeah, Mark Marin is on his A game in this. He's season. so good. I like him a lot more in this than even in the first season. Yeah, I really enjoy him a lot. And um, Allison Bree's good in this, but there's just I don't know what it is about her. I find her like really grating. And like I don't know hmm. if it's the character she plays or it's just her voice, but it's like super shrill, and it's just like ugh. But like yeah. it's not she. She always falls for really ugly guys too. <laughs> oh my god, the guy with the porn <laughs> stash. Yeah, the cameraman dude. Yeah, where it's like you can do way better than him. Uh, it was kind of sweet. I kind of like that. <laughs> I like I like I was into his porn stash and Jerry curl or whatever was going on with him. He looks. I think he might be the guy that plays the sanitation guy from Parks and Rec. Oh, really? I, it looks like the same guy. I might have to look into that. Um, <laughs> the guy that always says, like, gross shit, where it's like, you're fired. <laughs> All right, I'll be at my house if you want to ride the whatever. <laughs> like, he's just, like, always, like, wants to, like, fuck Leslie. <laughs> uh, um, also, besides that, I've been reading some Chuck Forsman books. Very um, nice. Chuck Forsman is the guy who wrote The End of the Fucking World. Oh, cool. Um, so I went and bought that book to read it, which is like, compared to the series on Netflix, is very abridged. Yeah. Like, it's they expanded a lot upon and did the series. Um, and then I also bought his series, The Revenger. Yeah. Or just Revenger or yeah. whatever. And I read the first few issues of that, too. Um, and that's, like, about this, uh, like, black chick who's all about fucking just getting revenge on the oppressed and all that kind of shit. Nice. And it's uh, violent and very, like, it's nothing you would ever read in a mainstream comic book. It deals with, like, freaking sex trafficking and all that kind of shit. And 
people just getting their shit kicked in. And really so this good. might be one that I'll borrow. <laughs> well, it's, <laughs> I bought it on Comixology, and it's only oh. like two bucks an issue. So yeah. it's and it's pretty it's pretty good. Um, me, so, me loves the depressing stuff. Yeah, so it's I'm I'm into it. So uh, I've been just reading that kind of stuff. But other than that. That is it. Right. I'll, I'll also bring up, I've been playing a fuck ton of Mario Kart 8 because uh, <laughs> nah. we bought it for the Switch. And it's because this is like the first game we bought for the Switch that I'm like really into. I think the Switch is probably the best game console ever made. <laughs> oh, it is okay. so oh, man. fucking awesome. I can play it laying in bed. <laughs> like God. not even anywhere near. Because like. You could play the Switch anywhere. Yeah. I even like brought it up to you where it's like, do you want to play Mario Kart before we start recording? Because I can legit bring the bring the small screen that the Switch is a part of to here, and we can take the controllers off of it and play it wherever. <laughs> right. I can go on a picnic and play the Switch. <laughs> that Switch is fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I like haven't bought a new console in forever, and I've just been wanting a PS4. But the Switch is kind of, like, leaning me to get a Switch. I know. And, but, and it has all those Nintendo games where it's, like, those fun party games that you can just play. Yeah. I'm not into, like, I just want to play, like, first, like, just me stuff. I don't want to p- play with anybody else. Yeah. I don't well, then care about you should probably get shit. a PS4. Then. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> I'll get it when the PS6 comes out. Don't yeah, worry. but Nintendo <laughs> is so fucking awesome. Like, I almost, I came so close to buying a Kirby game because I remember back when we, uh, would go to like Zito's place and play Kirby. <laughs> Kirby is fucking awesome. <laughs> All right. You can swallow dudes and steal their powers. Oh, <laughs> that shit is badass. All right, sweet deal. Um, oh, yeah. Anything else? That's it. All right. Well, if people want to talk uh, to you about swallowing dudes, where could they do that? <laughs> Great. I, I go from talking about sending people naked pictures to now swallowing dudes. <laughs> This is, these are, yeah, please send me your naked pictures and your invitations for swallowing you at Bucky for everyone on Twitter. Also, Bucky for everyone on Facebook and hey, why not Bucky for everyone on Snapchat. Troy. Well, I want to pass it off to Neil. Where can they find you? Yeah, sure. You can find me on Twitter at Dino Neil Man. You can also find the podcast I do, Credits Do Pod, at Credits Do Pod on Twitter, where we talk uh, about one specific actor per season. And we're on Anton Yelchin right now. I'm really on. I'm really digging your idea of doing Anton Yelchin because he has a bunch of cool shit that I don't think a lot of people really, uh, really no. uh, know. We've watched some of his earlier stuff that I've never even heard of, um, yeah. and it's he's he he's a great like child actor. He did the he did the Stephen King movie with Anthony Hopkins, which was when he was like eleven, and it yeah. was really good. Mm. Uh, and then it, I mean, we just watched Terminator Salvation, so I mean, there's <laughs> I that. He was like, in that. <laughs> <laughs> he's barely in that. So, but like he. he He's incredible for what he's done in his short career. I know. I, 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 I'm pretty sure you're going to do it. I can't wait to hear your guys' review of Green Room. I fucking love Green Room. Oh, yeah. It's in there. Good. Fuck yeah. Fuck <laughs> yeah. Sweet deal. Also, really love that pod. I was really... Uh, really good. Really glad Thank you. that you let me a part of the finale for Will Smith. That was really fun. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, we'll probably have more guests in the future. So if JT, you ever want to be on an app, we could probably make it happen. I will, I will keep my phone on. 
<laughs> Good. Hit, hit him in the DMs. Yeah. Well, we do it via Discord, so no, I won't. <laughs> Shit. Just kidding. Shit! Uh, <laughs> you can uh, find me at Troy to the Max. You can find me and JT both at Review Review Pod on Twitter. You can also find all of our new stuff uploaded on Facebook.com slash Review Review Pod. And all of our new episodes are uploaded at uh, reviewreviewpod.podbean.com. If you don't want to go to our host site, that's no skin off our back because you can listen to it as a multitude of platforms such as uh, iTunes, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. The whole It runs the whole gamut. Yeah. I'm still going to work on getting us onto other things such as maybe the Alexa and uh, uh, hey Alexa, and, and Spotify. Play- Play review review. <laughs> okay. Uh, whatever reason, Podbean has doesn't have like the like the hyperlinks to get us there. Whereas like my other hosting site for Charm Type, like anytime a new thing comes up, they're like, add it here. So I just click it and it's easy to sign up for and everything. So anyway, I'm get on it, Podbean. Get on it, Podbean. Anyway, if you got something long form to say, you can do so at reviewreviewpod at gmail.com. Um, if you happen to use an Apple product and listen to us on iTunes, a rate and comment does a lot for us. If you like the show, that helps other people find the show as well. And that's it, JT. Yeah. Uh, Neil, did you hear what's in next week? Or next month, rather. This entire ah, month. Is it the musical month? We're singing out the summer. Yes. <laughs> oh, baby. So, Troy, do you want to do your choice first or my choice? Um. Well, why don't we start strong? So, like, I, because you want, do you want to do your popular? Yeah. Choice? Okay. Yeah. So, I guess we'll do, we'll do my choice for next week, which will be, of course, the all-time musical classic. Singing in the rain. Yes. Ooh! <laughs> I fucking love that movie. And I showed it to Molly. Same. Molly Pop, like, maybe three or four months ago, and it instantly became her favorite movie ever. Yeah. It's one really, of my faves. It's good a work. really it, good movie. It's so good. So, my, so our idea is I'll do my choice next week. We'll do Troy's choice next week. And then, in the meantime, we want you guys out there... Uh, I'll even like put it on my Twitter and everywhere. We want ideas for musicals. We'll take the four most popular ones, make a poll of it, and we will take the two most popular musicals from that poll, and we will do those for the last two. Yeah. If nobody, if if nobody gets into it, we're just gonna make your choices for you. Yeah. So let we us know yeah, what you. We don't give a hear. shit. We'll we'll. I I know enough musicals where we can probably pull out enough. Troy knows enough musicals we can pull out enough. Yeah. But we want those ones that we haven't heard of. Those ones that you people want us to talk about. Right. We want those. Right. We'll do them. We'll do them. We'll fucking do them, bro. Yeah. <laughs> See, Danger even gave us one earlier. She was very she was adamant about. Very that. adamant about one. You're really shoving it. High down School Musical. It was not, <laughs> but it's not far. That off. could be a choice. <laughs> Bring it up. Bring it up, Neil. <laughs> you got it. But, God uh, damn it. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, that's the deal for the last two weeks we, of the month. That's right. So we're singing out the summer. Our first two, my choice and Troy's choice, and then the last two are. Your choice, right. fans. Listener's if you call choice. yourself fans, <laughs> that's a good way to get votes. Uh, <laughs> you fucking idiots! <laughs> just, 
gaslight him into reviewing, yeah. so get him into uncultured <laughs> swine. <laughs> um, if you're really fans, you'd tell us what you want us to review. <laughs> but uh, that's going to be the show. So next week, Singing in the Rain, check out for that in your uh, RSS feed. Uh, until then, Neil, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, fellas. Damn pleasure. Always a pleasure. If you want to stay on a little bit to just have a little chat after pod. Yeah, we'll do a little after show without <laughs> after recording. Hours. Yeah. After hours. Um, where we really talk about gross stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to slap my dick against the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, I've been toward the Max Extreme. I am a JT3 coach. And we are off.